Mornings on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one from Monday. That's Monday, May 7th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we can do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And of course, we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do so. Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll look at it. We'll read it. We'll review it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile. 770-31 on the phones. Long distance. Toll free. one 888 Nine seven eight one zero four one for those of you in the metro four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, we work sir. off that. Jack is here. Pinkman is with us as well. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin. Of course, your opportunity to win a U Matter business card. You're saying, well, what's the big deal? The big deal is if you win that card, you will have good fortune for the rest of your life. The bad deal. If you lose to Pinkman, you have bad luck for 24 hours. So it's really up to you. That's followed by Jack's audio file. Let's see what else do we have. A Monday movie review today with Wanzi and Doug. Got the regular round of closest to the pin today. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, as long as he's not throwing up. Ugh. He should be coming in at 6. And I imagine we'll discuss the law and discuss uh, movies that he's been watching and maybe Westworld and a few other things. Then drive home music, then PPT to wrap things up at the end of a Monday edition of the Phillips File. Congratulations, of course, to Orlando City. Nice win over Salt Lake mm. over the weekend. You know, they start a little bit slow, and then they oh. uh, they get it in gear. They're uh-huh. playing really well. I mean, uh, I watch enough soccer. I mean, to me, I, they've got it together. I mean, there's no question about that. What are they, six now, six straight on the season? Yeah, Correct. it's a franchise record. So, you know. uh yeah, good for them and good for uh, Coach Kreiss. And uh, I actually saw an interview that... Um, Tom Traxler. Yeah, did you see that? I did. And you see where the mother and the father... Yes. And, and then he's wiping away a tear. and, and it, yeah. I mean, I... Look, I... I agree. <laughs> Why? Look, I, I, I have a feeling I know where this is going. <laughs> no, I... Uh, and I think I think Coach Kreiss, if, if you talk to him, would agree. Because they're trying to personal... It, He's, he's soften him up. He a keeps it close to his vest. Yeah. I happen to believe that Coach Kreis, I thought about this a little bit yesterday. I think he's a little shy. Yeah. I would say that's probably I true. think he's a little shy and he's 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 very intense and he's not uh you know, he's not uh, what was the word effusive right. or emotional mm-hmm. like Inchy was. We know that. They're two different that's it's salt and pepper. 
Mm-hmm. But I think somewhere along the line, you know, say, Coach, got to loosen up. You got to get you, you know, it helps with the team. Yeah. And I'm going, as uh, Bianchi writes in his column today, hey, he can clam up, uh, you know, uh, you know, as, as, as tight as he wants as long as he keeps winning. That's right. right. We don't care if he's personable at all. Well, you know, I think it's a, a, as long as it comes out. a an over-the-top effort by the team to help personalize him. So. And, so. yeah, and they're playing these clips, and it felt like this, it's a This Is Your Life episode. A little bit. And it was clips bit. of his family saying wonderful things about him. I mean, he is a very nice guy, but, you know, he, he is focused on his job. I mean, that's his focus, and he brings a serious determination to it, sure. and that's the part that we usually see. So well, I think they're trying to present that a softer public image you don't have coach. to do that though i would yeah. just i would advise don't change you, you can't you know you are yeah, who coach. you are you are who you are and uh you know sometimes handlers or agents or the pup you know whatever they'll come along we'd like to mold you different and nah, don't you. fall for it's it fine. don't fall for it just you know be who you are and it's for us to adapt to you he doesn't have to adapt to the community he doesn't have to adapt to, or should he to to adapt uh, and appear uh, like someone who he's not? I was impressed with that deck that he built on the back of his house. You know, the dock. Did you see that? He's, uh, you know, when he was Just on the show it. a few weeks ago, he's personable and actually got him to you know chuckle a little bit. And but uh, you know, I I hope that the uh, that uh, the lions, uh, you know, that they're not trying too hard to say, oh, we really have to. You know, we really have to change this guy because, you know, because he is who he is. And more power to him. And congratulations to the coach and the team in Orlando City. Nice win. Like make him start doing karaoke. They're playing like a, exactly. (laughs) They're playing like a, like a soccer team or as we call it in my country, football, F-U-T-B-O-L. Oh, come on. Oh, it's so much fun. Let's see what else do we have going on. Yep. Let me just say this about this. Oh, Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, we paid Mo because yeah, Justify won the uh, Kentucky Derby. Fake news. No, no, they, the horse really won. Yeah, and, she wrote the names. Thanks a lot, Pinkman. She wrote the Sorry. names on paper, put them in the hat, and, and then walked around finger, with the hat. Knew which yeah. one it was, and you all picked. Kept her finger yeah. in the hat. All we don't know. did not. That's horse She hockey. didn't know. Yeah, yeah she didn't know hockey? who. She didn't even <laughs> know who was running in the Kentucky Derby yeah. until I said, "Well, Justify is the one everybody's looking at." She wrote well, it down. I she cut it up. She put it in the hat. It was your hat. She had the drawing. <laughs> if it was your hat, then okay. why do you get the one? We'll have another drawing for the Preakness. Right. We're not keeping the same horses. Plus, several of the horses are not going to be in the Preakness that were in the Kentucky Derby. They always work like that. It doesn't seem fair, though. What? That they don't do that one, but they come back again for the Belmont. No, no, you no. You know, so then they're fresh. No, but these know. are horses that were in the Kentucky Derby that are not going to be in the Preakness. They pulled some of the horses. But they're probably, well, you're right. Horses that's, that will be that in the pisses me off when they do that. Why? Because, you know, they have fresh legs, and then that last one they do for the Belmont, you know, those horses, oh, well, we didn't want to do the break. Look, you're going to try for the Triple Crown, then you have to be in all three. This idea of like, oh, I'm going to sit out for one. If I've invested <laughs> $30 million in a racehorse, uh-huh. okay. you know, and one. by the way, if I got $30 million in a racehorse and my stud fee, the winner of the Kentucky Derby, the stud fee. Yeah. Is three hundred thousand three hundred thousand dollars a day? Oh yeah, a shot, bro. right? You make more money off studs <laughs> stud fee mm. than you do from 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 winning races. That's probably right. So if they want to pull a horse, they're pulling a horse. <laughs> anyway, 
So uh, we got the uh, the Preakness to look forward to. Now let me just let me let me ask you. Okay. Did you watch it live? Is or it, You watched it recorded. Recorded. I always okay, watch it recorded. Just saying. I always watch it recorded. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. If you ever never mind. I don't want to go there. Mm. So uh, let me talk about the finger wave or the wave in traffic. Now, let me. Oh, ask yeah. you. oh, oh boy. Common courtesy. Is yeah, it not common? Uh, let me is. just say, hold on. So you got a three way stop, right? Mm-hmm. So you pull up to the stop sign, maybe before somebody on your on your let's say your left. There's nobody on your right. Right. Okay. So I do. So I rolled. You know, I rolled the window to the person on my left who was a few seconds after me. I had the right away. Uh huh. I'm there first. Okay. All right. And I do the. Come on, go ahead. Yeah, I do the. Go ahead. You know, kind of the finger. Come on, like go Move ahead. Along. It's yeah. Okay. You go first. Mm-hmm. I know sure. you were there after me. But you go, but ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, just go ahead. All right. When that when that person goes ahead, yeah. aren't they supposed to give you a little thank you? Isn't that uh, yeah, isn't that kind of courtesy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah totally. give you just a little thanks, a little okay, thank you. Totally, yes. Come it, on now. It's one of the many driving situations where a lit, a simple wave is warranted, thank and not you. only that, just spreads goodwill. Thank mm-hmm. you. There's nothing wrong. You hold a door open for anybody, whether it's male, female, common, common courtesy. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So if you give the little, come on, you go ahead. It's no, okay. you go ahead. I'm not no, a rush. Right. You go ahead. You know, go ahead. And it's women. Women. Oh wait, who, just now I'm not. Who do it less <laughs> than men? <laughs> now men are more. Men are more likely to give you thanks. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. No. Nope. Than women. Yes, it's always like, hey, bro. Cool. I'm thanks. a waiver. I'm. I'm a thank That's you waiver. Fine, you're just a waiver. Well, I'm just Mo, saying most women aren't. If it's just your middle finger, it doesn't count as. No, waving. no, not this finger. I'm like, oh, if somebody lets me merge in, thank you. I'm always my hands up. Hands up. Go ahead. Thank you. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. And I do it in the middle of my car because if your windows are up. Knowing just for the possibility that they're looking through the back window and through the light, yeah. they can see you, you waiting. No, as soon as you pass, right. I'm on a cross street. As soon as you pass, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little, you know, you don't have to look at me. Just, you know, thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, someone Appreciate lets you in. If you're now in front of them, I just put my hand, wave. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, just a wave. Mm-hmm. Just a little. And I, I look for it, too. I, me, too. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. it, I do too. then I think hateful stuff about you. Uh-huh. Same. Oh, it's all the yes. Put your hand up. Just and then like... I save that image with my new dashboard camera. Oh, what? Yeah, you're screwed, pal. Yeah, but that's for a plane crash. Oh, yeah, what do you, what do what you have you one of those there? for? A oh, meteorite. Got, it was one of my birthday gifts. Yeah, I know, but mm-hmm. what 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 would you use it for? Uh, well, He's afraid of getting pulled an, over. It could be an insurance situation. Mm. It could be anything True. that happens in front of your car. You have an uh, opportunity to save that video in beautiful 1080 HD. Uh, a couple of other things. I heard an interview over the weekend. Mo heard the same thing. Uh, it all revolved around some DNA testing, whether it's Ancestry.com or 23andMe or 64andMe. I don't no, know no, what the no, hell it is. No, 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 23. You're right. Yeah. And this person had three of them. All three, three DNA tests. The popular ones. Yeah. All three. And guess what happened? What? All different three results. Three different results. Yeah. Unbelievable. Exactly. And I was this close. I was this close to say, That's, I'm in. Here we go. Let's jump in. My wife's not crazy about it. She says, once you give your DNA, they own your DNA. There's nothing you can do about it. They can do anything that they want with your DNA, like sell it to a health insurance company, medical, uh, some medical groups. They can do anything. You sign away your DNA when you when you say, hey, sign me up for whatever the cost is. They can do whatever they want with it. I said, Look, I'm closer to the end than I am the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I so if they got my DNA, you. they got my DNA. But I'd really like to know something about my, uh, my, my, my heritage. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Not now. I'm not falling for that. What? 
I'm not falling, falling for, for anything. You're not falling for anything. Sure, you fall. I think I'm falling for a scam. No. I think, oh, here comes, uh, oh, Jim Phillips DNA. All right, pick something out of the hat, will you? No, I think it matters where you your your family is from, where you remember that your you know your your parents told you your grandparents and great grandparents right. were from. Let's say I because here's my DNA. I don't know anything about I my uh, I don't know anything. I'm an orphan. I have no uh, no idea anything about my background. Now you tell me you tell me where my ancestors came from. Yeah, they're going to pull something right out of there. Took us. Hey, how about turkey? That week, yeah, we haven't had a couple. Of, yeah, throw in turkey. We haven't had turkey in a long time. You know, most of the people, you know, Ireland, because most most Americans, they have some kind of Irish heritage. So they pull that out, you know, okay, throw that in there. But every once in a while, hey, how about, uh, how about Liechtenstein? It's the Phillips no. File on Real Radio 104.1. Let's go to check up the news. Here's Mo. Uh, yes, Jim, we have a lot of news, both local, state, national, global, and of course, celebrity news today. So, uh, Yay! yippee. And I will tell you this there is a news story breaking right smack dab on Colonial Drive. Well, it was breaking an hour or so ago. Uh, according to a couple of news outlets here in Orlando, a suspected shoplifter has been shot and killed by police officers this afternoon at the Colonial Plaza Shopping Center. Damn, son. After driving away from the scene. Uh, this is according to Orlando Police Chief John Mina. Four people were involved in this shoplifting about uh, 12.30 this afternoon. They were at the Marshalls. I've been in that Marshall. It's very nice. And they're all the time. Oh, sure. At Barnes yeah. & Noble. It's, they got a it's great right sugar same, cookie at the Barnes & Noble. It's pl- in that plaza. Oh, yeah, in that. Wait, is it, wait. Oh, Barnes & Noble sugar Plaza cookies. or plaza? Yeah, well, anyway, if you want no, to you get a every book. bookstore has to have a coffee shop now. It's got a coffee and they shop. They've been there snacks. forever. That, uh, yeah, they, oh, they've had a coffee shop there for a long time. They Great got, sugar yeah. cookies. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, listen. Four people were in the Marshalls. <laughs> they were suspected <laughs> of shoplifting. So they called, you know, the, the loss prevention guy in the Marshalls called the cops. Okay, fine. We're good. These four suspects were getting away, you know, driving away when OPD came upon the scene. Uh, and uh, they shot and hit the driver who continued to drive away, leaving the shopping center. A white Hispanic man was found dead in the vehicle. The other two people in the car were taken into custody at the crash scene, and a third man who jumped out was arrested also in the plaza. I found the car dear, down near uh, Carl Langford Park. You know where that is? I do. I do. On Central? Yes. I do. Did you don't you think say, all choked up about did it. Did you say a white Hispanic man was found mm. dead? Yes. You can be white Hispanic. As opposed to brown Hispanic? What? Is it difference? just Hispanic? Yeah, it would it says be here just... a white Hispanic man. Well, you could be black, black Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah, yes. Couldn't you? Yeah, sure. Yes. White American, black American. Sure. Huh. I, I don't know. I I'm just thought if telling... it's Hispanic, you're Hispanic. Yeah, but I don't know what the color of your skin has to do with it, but this is one of these new... I'm trying to compile different things. Hispanics come oh. in many different colors. Well, that's true. It's a <laughs> coat of many colors. That's what Dolly Parton's saying. See. Yeah. Whites. Uh, anyway, see, yeah. see what he did there. Oh, I do. Well, now, uh, this uh, afternoon, also locally, we're going to stay local for just a minute here. 
Uh, I don't know if you, well, I'm sure you'll remember the name, Bob Ward. Yeah. He was an Isleworth millionaire, lived out in Isleworth, fancy schmancy neighborhood, right? Very expensive homes. Yeah, with the two daughters and the horses. That's right. And it, 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 the word had it in the first trial that he shot his now late wife. Like eight years ago, right? That's right. Uh, that trial, um, he, he got another trial, mm-hmm. okay? They, they had a do-over. And now he was scheduled for sentencing today for the second go-round, but that hearing has to be rescheduled first because the judge is out sick. And now somebody in the family found what looks like a suicide note what? that his wife wrote, though the note is undated. Oh, that's BS. No, yeah. no, that's oh, really... we that's conveniently found this note. Yeah, exactly. You know, is he, it typed? Ooh, lifesaver. He was convicted <laughs> uh, in the second case as well. Yeah. Um, and that's when his family now is supposed to be sentenced today. His family found, oh, we got a suicide note. They've gone through uh, articles in the estate, and then they found uh, yep. what they purport or claim to be as a suicide note. Mm-hmm. And I think the judge or the prosecutor says, well, so what? That doesn't mean anything. She could have written that, you know, 20 years. It doesn't, it's not germane to the case at hand. Thank here's, you. Here's a note. Duke Steak, a mad for It was addressed Maybe to the two corpus. daughters. I'll sit now, Your Honor. E pluribus unum. Oh, my God. Carpe diem? Is that the good Caveat one? Caveat enter. Oh, excelsis deo. Oh, very nice. Mm, nice. Uh-huh. Vidi vici swa. Oh, Semper Fi. <laughs> very good. <laughs> ah, well, there you go. Uh, listen, the uh, suicide note from Mrs. Ward uh, read the following address to the two daughters. Please know how much I love you. I don't know how it happened for me to end up like this. I want you to have wonderful lives and know that I will always be watching out for you both. Take care of Daddy. I love you more than you will ever know. Take care of the dogs. They will need you. That was the note supposedly found yeah, nice try. just now. I don't know. Uh, I know you're not a big fan of uh, cruising on vacation, Jim, taking a cruise. <laughs> and when you mention cruising... I'll never be a fan because I, I'll never take a cruise. Okay, well, and I know <laughs> if you mention somebody goes on a cruise and you mention the Titanic, it's probably not a good idea to mention that together. Hell well, no. No, of course not. Who's saying well, anything about the Titanic? There was a video posted from a passenger, got yeah. the attention of the world, because it looked like the deck and a whole bunch of staterooms on Deck 9... Deck 9. Uh-huh. ...were under many inches of water. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Uh, they heard... Whoa. <laughs> uh, we are... Here's what originally she posted on internet. She had internet connection... We are flooding on this cruise. We heard the violins and all the silverware came crashing down. What in the world? That's not. Hold That's on a minute. That's what she said in That's her post. That's not the Titanic. Now, I've seen A Night to Remember with Clifton yeah. Webb. Uh-huh. I've seen Titanic How'd with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. You hated that movie. Poseidon Adventure. They got you know, <laughs> Poseidon Adventure. They're on their tippy toes and their chins way up. You know, somebody hand no, them a no. snorkel. That's Titanic mm. water. A couple of inches on deck nine is not the Titanic. The water right. listing. The water lane. The water line broke. Uh, and about fifty different staterooms. Those people were homeless for a bit, and then it was pu stinky. Were they manning to... the lifeboat? No, no, no. Nope. Uh, uh-uh, uh, no. Certainly not. Yeah. You know, were they on the uh, wireless? You know, were they uh, the Morse code to take no, no, no. SOS? No, it's not shipped ashore. Any of it. Uh, it turns out, Jim, all passengers oh, were safe. Uh, all passengers also safe after a JetBlue flight may had to make an unscheduled stop in Fort Lauderdale uh, yesterday. Hey, as hey, the hey. this time, the front cockpit window cracked open on a flight from San Juan to Tampa. 
JetBlue said the flight was diverted to Fort Lauderdale just in an abundance of caution. The passengers were put on another yeah. flight to finish oh, their that's trip. That's dangerous in the, the cockpit because then you could be flying and a bird gets sucked right in there. Oh, yeah. Knocks oh, yeah. out the pilot. Then it's, you know, oh. then you go. Oh, we're in trouble now. now. Let me take a little break. More news with Mo. The birthdays, the food, a bonus round of closest to the pin. All upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Don't forget that bonus round of closest mm-hmm. to the pin at the top of the hour. Here's Mo. Today, May 7th, uh, 2018. And today, May 7th, is National Roast Leg of Lamb Day. That's a good time if you're a lamb person. A roast leg of lamb is really, really a fancy dinner. Takes a long time to make it, but it's really delicious. I know, a, I know you're not a lamb person. I am not. I know. Is that but, like Asabuco? No. Oh, wait, that's pork, isn't it? I bu- Veal. I'm sorry. It's veal. That's what forget, it is. Yep. Forget anything. It's a big said. piece yeah. of baby lamb. Cow. Boy, being. Picture the leg little of a bit, l- little baby cow. Leg of a of a lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Little lamby. That's a lamby. Like spring lamb. Yeah. Mary had a little lamb, and there yeah. it is. Roast leg of lamb. Silence of the lambs. It's a springtime dish. <laughs> a lot that of people. that when uh, Hannibal Lecter was getting oh, at uh, Jodie Foster by talking about the spring lamb slaughter. No boy. Mm. That's not a lamb. That's a cow. There's concern, Jim, that South Florida could experience an outbreak Americans haven't seen in over 100 years. Doctors are super worried about a yellow fever outbreak that has killed hundreds in Brazil and could spread here to Florida. Yellow fever? Yellow fever. Just like Zika outbreak from two years ago, yellow fever is spread by mosquitoes. Thought we got rid of that in the 1880s. No, yeah, well, that's right. But yellow (laughs) fever is deadlier than Zika. And it's spread the same way by mosquitoes. I got it. The yellow fever. Yeah, I got oh, it. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's not let's nice. Let's not do that again. No. University of Miami. I don't need that protest. That had nothing to do. That was the Zika virus. No, you you're talking about yellow fever. I know exactly well, what you're doing. That's what you ins- that assumed. University of I Miami. I said that. Health experts from the universities now believe that yellow fever will spread to South Florida because of the mosquito epidemic. <laughs> but he recently told the uh, newspapers down there that efforts to keep the mosquito population in check should stop both Zika and yellow fever from spreading like it has in Brazil. Oh, fever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a couple. I know, yellow fever. I don't want that. I don't want dengue fever. It's like a third world nation, uh, you know, disease. It's mosquitoes. It's all mosquito-borne illness. I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. It's the United States of America. We don't have yellow fever. Well, we can't build a wall. Mosquitoes come in. They come in, you know. Uh, Jim, the exact... We're doing just fine. I know. Until this chump took over in the White uh, House. Oh, yeah, we didn't have now anything. We got now we got yellow fever. Here. The exact launch date. Democrats need something. Today is the launch date, but we're not exactly sure of the time for SpaceX's newest version of the Falcon 9 rocket. Uh, it was scheduled for this afternoon, um, but there's, they were still this morning looking at some of the data from Friday's test firing of the rocket's main engines. Mm. Uh, when they do blast off, it will carry a communication satellite for the country of Bangladesh. Ooh. Prices at the pump in Florida were flat for the last week or so, but it's still way up there from last year. Yeah, Most expensive gas, as always, West Palm Boca. There's a prediction if uh, the president pulls out of the Iran deal, That's right. uh, oh, gas prices up. will yeah. go up even higher. That's exactly what it says from AAA. Hello. Well, hello. I don't know who you talk to at AAA, but they said the same thing. I have my sources. Oil prices are rising on the belief that the Trumpster will pull out of the Iran nuclear deal this week, and that could drag prices higher now. It was a moment of well, peace. Well, because BB uh, wants out of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a moment of uh, reflection and peace during a tragic year at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School down in Parkland, Florida. Last night, they, or two nights ago, I guess Saturday night, they held their senior prom. Uh-huh. 
and paid tribute to the four students, seniors, who were among the 17 people killed. That was a tough one. When the gunman opened fire inside the high school on Valentine's Day. According, again, to the newspaper media report, security mm-hmm. was super tight, if you might imagine. As students enjoyed the festivities at a really fancy resort down there. And the theme was the Enchanted Forest, which sounds lovely. The main ballroom was donated by the hotel, all so nice. the kids at Parkland could have a nice prom. An ice sculpture greeted... Guests in the hall. An ice sculpture, like at a bar mitzvah or something, right? They had a big ice sculpture down there. What was it? Proclaiming, I don't know what the the picture was. Their mascot? What's their mascot? It had had hashtag MDSD, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, MDSD strong. So that was, I guess, the old ice sculpture. That was it. Yeah. Uh, Governor Rick Scott is ordering Seminole County officials to investigate the treatment of accused cop killer Markeith Lloyd during his arrest. Lloyd is now blind in one eye, and, you know, he accuses the officers, Jim, who arrested him. And we actually saw some video of the officers kicking him in the head, in the face, and then sort of somehow the the video just stopped. I don't know why the U.S. attorney in Central Florida didn't uh, at least, uh, Mm. you know, initiate a civil rights. Look, there's no love lost for this uh, cop killer. But the fact of the matter is, you know. This you know happened, what cops doing that to people. This, this happened guy in was Orange no, County. He was not a threat to anyone at that time. You know that, and I know that. It's true. And the uh, cops know that. Well, because it happened in Orange County, Governor Scott is proposing that Lloyd may end up being moved from Orange County to Seminole County, and Seminole County has now been given the mandate to investigate the treatment of Markeith Lloyd Kept during his arrest. I mean, and I understand the emotion. Well, he got what he deserved. Well, not really. Yeah. Eh, not really, if you believe in the rule of law, if you believe in... You know, civil rights. Aren't we better than that? We're kicking people now because you know, you're mad at them? There was a SWAT team member, a cop, and kicked him in the eye socket, and this lost guy lost his eye. His eye. Yeah. Now he's going to be convicted, and he's going to be sent privately to death row for shooting an Orlando police officer to death. But I'm sorry. That doesn't give you the right to, to kick suspects, whoever they are. It's true. The first regularly scheduled cruise from Port Canaveral to Cuba began Would you today. retire, Snowflake? <laughs> Is that what they say about you? Sure. Yeah. Oh, no, good. it's more of a text. Okay. Yeah, you uh, got in before they texted it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> self-deprecation. <laughs> the first regularly scheduled cruise from Port Canaveral to Cuba began today. What? It's the Norwegian Sun taking passengers on a four-night cruise, including stops both in Key West and Havana. Oh, wowee. Ship carries 1,900 people. Ugh. But, ugh, you know, you wouldn't want to... Well, you've already been to Cuba, so yeah, you I don't want to tie that into the Titanic story. Yeah, but this is more exciting. Yeah, you got nineteen hundred Americans getting off in Havana. Kind of mm. cool, right? Mm. No, you know the Trump. That's what it was nice when I was there because there wasn't anybody else there. Just the Cuban people, not any outsider types. Well, there are outsiders, but not America. That's right. It's kind of nice to go places where <laughs> there aren't other Americans. President Trump. They're Jim, very loud. He is backing Gina Haspel. <laughs> Do you know who Gina Haspel is? She is the he- the one he picked to head up the CIA. Yes, well respected within the CIA. Mm-hmm. She was considering withdrawing her name because she got a lot of bad press after her role in enhanced interrogation techniques following September 11th. Some people refer to it as torture. That's correct. She was following, uh, but it was lawful at that time. Trump tweeted that Gina Haspel has come under fire because she was too tough on terrorists. And uh, we're not sure if she's going to go through with the confirmation All process. All right, Bob, why don't you and your friend Sean Hannity be willing to get uh, waterboarded and then tell me if it's torture or not. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Torture makes him talk. The president is slamming John Kerry, speaking of diplomatic, you know, things. John Kerry. 
uh, who yeah. devoted his life to public service and the military and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, purple star, uh, winner of the purple award. Heart. I shouldn't win it. Awarded the uh, Purple Star, awarded hey. a Silver Star, awarded a Bronze Star, President. served as Secretary of State, mm-hmm. served as a United States uh, Senator from from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I believe President Trump has a Purple Heart as well. What kind of Purple Heart? The one that the uh, 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 a supporter gave him. And he said, I always wanted one of these. Five-time draft dodger is castigating uh, John Kerry. Yeah, he is. Good luck with that. Slamming him about the Iran deal. What is it about him castigating uh, men who served in Vietnam, whether it's uh, Senator McCain or John Kerry? What is it about that? And Vietnam veterans, they're okay with that? No. Whatever. McCain got back at him, actually, at Trump. Yeah. Putting out a book and saying, and also sort of planning his funeral. He doesn't know if it will be five days or five months or five years from now. I think it's going to be. But it might be sooner rather than later. But he says he wants George W. Bush to speak at his, you know, to give a eulogy. Yeah. He also wants President Obama right. to, to give a eulogy, but he doesn't, he wants Mike Pence to be at his funeral, but he does not want the Trumpster Good. anywhere near his funeral. Never forget, remember when he first announced his candidacy? He, he started so. his candidacy on a lie, and uh, then he started, one of the first things he did was to, uh, was to castigate John McCain. You know, I don't like uh, people Losers. who are captured. Right, that's right. A joke. Uh, it is a gruesome picture when you see what's going on on the big island of Hawaii. Some people living there, uh, they say they're waiting as long as they can before evacuating, but the lava has come out of five different fissures and is flowing down. At the 1,800 people had to be evacuated from their houses. A volcano, bad mood, brother. Some, oh, yeah, brother. Because you know, had, no, don't, don't make sacrifice when on big island, I brother. wasn't on the big island. Went on small island, brother. <laughs> I was on a small island, yeah. It turns out that uh, some people had to leave so quickly that they just took the clothes on their back. They even left their pets. Some are being allowed back. Scary looking. Yeah, yeah I know. And it just, boom. Gra- they were showing CNN like a river of lava moving it's down true. a road, and they're just yeah. over cars. See the and- one that backed into a, not backed into, but overflowed a gate. And just, no. You know, popped it right open. Here I come. Here comes Mr. Lava Flow. Uh-oh. Like oh, the no blob. Uh, How close do you think you could get to that without? Not very. Because there's toxic fumes. Well, let's say you had a gas mask. Oh. I mean, I'm talking about heat. Mm, not too close. I would suggest not too close. 20 feet? Yeah, probably. 30? Maybe, maybe 10. Mm. No. Oh, yes. definitely not 10. Oh, I'll do it. You'll see. You got to run it. No, you certainly yeah, can't. It's run not it. very you fast. You can outrun it. Yeah, you can outrun it. A lava flow? I've seen that lava flow. That's nothing. Now, if you want to talk about a pyroclastic flow... That's something different. Okay, pyroclastic. Pyroclastic flow is when there's a gigantic cloud of volcanic gas that moves oh, down. Oh, no, that's oof. Mount St. Helens. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Krakatoa. East yeah. of Java. Some of the world's biggest celebrities. Guadalupe. Is it Guadalupe? Oh, it's that island of the Caribbean that got nailed by a giant, uh, by a big volcanic explosion. I don't know. Is it Guadalupe? Must be. Points if you guys, if it is, I don't know. If it is, yeah, but if it's not, I don't want to talk about it. Some of the world's biggest celebrities are gathering in New York City for the annual Met Gala this evening. The theme for the benefit is Heavenly Bodies, colon, fashion and Catholic, imagi- Catholic imagination. Mm. Anyway, attendees are asked to interpret that through their outfits tonight. Uh, the Cardinal, Timothy Dolan, uh, plans to attend. Maybe that's why they gave a nod to the Catholic imagination. He's thing. a jovial sort. He is a happy, happy-go-lucky man. He's probably wearing the cassock 
that he would don. T- you know, he has a fancy outfit. The one with the red sash. That he would wear to any formal and dinner. The beanie, the red beanie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably right. Uh, an actor from the Hangover movie may have saved someone's life in Phoenix. The comedian Ken Jeong uh, had one of the most memorable roles in the film franchise Hangover. He was Mr. Chow in Hangover, yeah, right? Funny movie. He's also a trained physician. What? So, yeah. During a comedy show over the weekend, Zhang jumped down from the stage to help a woman apparently suffering from a seizure. A seizure. Seizure. A seizure. He, uh, she, he stayed with her until the paramedics arrived, and then he jumped back on stage and finished his set. Pretty impressive. TMZ is reporting that uh, the comedian, Ken Zhang, originally thought he was being heckled from the crowd. Some reports say the woman was okay and on her feet when she was ultimately taken to the hospital. But hats off to him. Good Samaritan and all that. There are 21 members. And Jack's not one. Uh, 21 new members of the New Jersey Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm Mm. again left out. I know. Every year I keep hoping you're on the list. This year, Not again. Again, you got the short shrift. Who got on there? Uh, Last night they put in Stevie Van Zandt, little Steven. Okay. Gloria Gaynor. I will survive. Mm-hmm. And the Four Seasons. Uh, I guess that's her group. Gloria Gaynor and the Four Seasons. No, no, no. Oh, no. It's Frankie, Frankie Valley. Valley. Well, it says here Gloria Gaynor. I mean, Four Seasons is something different. Actress Meryl Streep. Uh, the both- Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Yeah. It says you know, just, Well, Frankie Valley's probably already in, so the Four oh, Seasons. Oh, the Four Seasons, seasons got it deal. separately. You ever hear of Jersey Boys? Yeah, I did. Right? That's them. Yeah. yeah so, no, Frankie Valley must be in already, but the Four Seasons yeah. got it. All right, it. I got there you. Okay, go. You're right. Gloria Gaynor. The four and the four seasons and Meryl Streep and twin astronauts Mark and Scott Kelly and publisher Steve Forbes and the cake boss Buddy Velastro. Son of a gun. And Bradshaw uh, didn't get they got the cake boss and Bradshaw's that in. Stupid reality television show is what I need. Cake uh, boss. Uh, I love that cake <laughs> boss. Damn it. Stupid. I also loved Saturday Night Live this weekend. The, the cold open was, was fantastic. Yeah. It was celebrity studded, including at the end, Stormy Daniels was in it as well. Mm-hmm. And she sent a warning message in her little spoof to President Trump, uh, basically saying, um, you know. Storms are coming. That. Uh, yeah. She, um, <laughs> it was cute. I thought it was cute. It was well written. It was cute. <laughs> yeah, Storms are coming. Uh, the skit followed a New York Times report on Friday saying Trump knew about the hush money payments. Uh, they had fake versions of Michael Cohn. That was Ben Stiller. They had Jared Kushner, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Well, the Giuliani uh, can't get out of his own way. Oh, my God. <laughs> he just open mouth, uh, insert foot, all weekend on every platform. He was a he was a piece of work. Anyway, Saturday Night Live, super funny. Uh, Kanye West, also one that opens his trap before he thinks about it. But he's now been invited by a Nigerian senator to visit some African slave sites and then tell me Af- that uh, slavery was a choice. A Nigerian senator invited Kanye to visit these places, tweeting at the rapper if he really thinks slavery was a choice, he can have a free ticket and guided tour to see slave routes in Ghana, Senegal, Nigeria, and other parts of the African continent. Hey, they were sold off by Africans, dude. That's the, the line you always get. Yeah, bro, it wasn't the whites. How disappointing. Africans selling Africans, dude. How Come disappointing. On. The invitation is a response, of course, to the comment he made on TMZ. Uh, and they said, uh, yeah, they, they, you know, he's getting a lot of grief from a lot of different people. Let's just leave it at that. He annoys me, so I'm going to move along. Although, you know, I am a fan of the Kardashians. So. Talk about the Kentucky. Oh, yeah. I'll Kentucky make you a bet. Derby. You want to make a bet, Pinkman, on the Triple Crown, whether you, uh, Justify wins the Triple Crown or not? Yes. What do you want to do? What side do you want to take? I think no. 
I think yes. All right, a dollar. Ah, All right, deal. Okay, you whoa, got it. Whoa, I got to write that. Oh, yeah. Want to bet on Giuliani? How what long? A, I don't think he'll him. win the Triple Crown. No. I'll say no on that one. <laughs> Giuliani's out within two weeks. I can't By believe the end he's of the still month. there. By the end of the month. <laughs> that gives you three weeks. Two weeks from today. Yeah. I say he's out. All right, deal. Okay. Well, by the end of the month? No, that... two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Two weeks. Two okay. weeks from today. I got to write some stuff down. Tonight, also, the NBA playoffs continue. The Celtics and Cavaliers both going for sweeps in game four of their respective series. Boston tries to close out the 76ers in Philly. See, LeBron hit that butter, oh. butter beezer. <laughs> yeah, I did watch the butter beezer uh, shot. A buzzer <laughs> butter beater. Beater. Yeah, I, did. I yeah. actually did that. I, Good, I, I didn't. Oh, it's, no, we were talking to uh, uh, Brandon Kravitz from 96.9 The Game. He was saying, if you're an NBA fan, you have to watch what LeBron is doing. Yeah. And so I... Look, I saw the Cavaliers game was on. I watched the last yeah, half hour That's of all it. You need. And sure enough, he just, Mr. Magic. Happy, happy birthday today. Speaking of Saturday Night Live, to A.D. Bryant. How old is she? Oh, I know who she is. I know you do. Which one is she? She plays Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Correct. Uh, 30. I'll go 32. Ooh, pinky. 34. I don't know. 33? Jim, 31. Oh. No. Finally. Your favorite Fox and Friends uh, co-host, Brian Kilmeade. Uh, Brian Kilmeade is uh, 47. What do you mean? That's the name That's the name of the guy he can never remember. I know. I know. Steve Ducey and the other ones. Yeah. And the girl. <laughs> I don't know. The one who's not the girl. Is uh, the other I don't care for him. What did Jim say for? Uh, 47. 47. 50. Uh, 49. Pinkman, 54. Uh, I knew it. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Tracy wow. Lords. Ah, uh, yes. Zach the, and Miri make a porno. The yeah. pornographic mm-hmm. actress. Who was underage in some of her early pornos. Allegedly. How this old is she now, fact. though? We, uh, yeah, no, she Pinky. is now. She's going to be Come on. 47. Nope. Ooh, that's got to be close. Who goes? Jim goes. Oh, he knows. Oh, he knows? Yeah, All right, 48. 50. 50 is right on the dot. Thank you. You got it on the nose. I gave a pass. Come on. That's legit. And that's the Lottie Don. Just call me Moira. Hey, bonus round of closest to the pinup coming next. We'll open up the lines. Mr. Pinkman will choose one of you at random. You will play against him if you win. Good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now, the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, Sean's on the line. Sean will play against Pinkman in this Bonus round of closest to the pin. If Sean wins, he gets that You Matter business card. That guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. Much coveted here in Central Florida, as it is across the nation, of course. If Sean loses, you will have to face at least 24 hours of bad luck. Mr. Pingman, go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap for the afternoon. Sean, how are you today? Good, sir, and yourself? Very well, thank you. I have 10 questions for you, including the infamous crow question at the end. 
I'll uh, just answer to the best of your ability. Speak right into the phone so we can hear you and keep score. Here we go. A countdown and keep score for Sean. In three, two, one, begin. Sean, check out that volcano activity in Hawaii. But the Krakatoa volcano, one of the biggest eruptions ever, took place in what year? 1932. Speaking of volcanoes, Indonesia has how many active volcanoes? Twelve. Tom Hanks was in the movie Joe versus the Volcano. Actor Ossie Davis was in that movie also. Davis died at what age? 69. Ossie Davis played a major role in the movie Do the Right Thing, a Spike Lee movie that came out in what year? 1997. Confederate General Robert E. Lee surrendered his forces to the Union and brought the Civil War to an end in what year? 1896. The book Confederates in the Attic won the Pulitzer Prize for nonfiction and was first published in what year? 1912. The movie Pulp Fiction had a lot of great actors, including Christopher Walken. Walken has won how many Academy Awards? Twelve. Walken was in the movie Biloxi Blues with actor Matthew Broderick. That movie was released in what year? 1996. How old is actor Matthew Broderick? It's going to be 47. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Matthew Broderick was a crow in Biloxi, Mississippi, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Jackson, Mississippi? 37. Time. All right. Oh boy. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Bring Mr. Pinkman. And here he comes. George Zimmerman in the news again. Yeah, he's back he in the news. He stepped in it again, didn't he? George, you just need to get... Um, Move somewhere else. Get the hell out of Central Florida and leave us alone. Accused of stalking and threatening a private investigator. <sighs> Cyber stalking, really? I mean, it's like George. All right, Move we'll get somewhere. into that in a couple of minutes. We've got other things to cover right, as well. here we well. go. Mr. Pigman, you have the dice. Roll the dice. So yes. whatever number it is, we take off from the number 18. That will be your handicap for this afternoon only. Eight, seven, six, what? Five, four, three, two, one. It's a seven. There you seven. go. He rolled a seven. Count down for Mr. Pinkman. Please keep score. Certainly. Here we go in three, two, one, begin. Pinky, check out that volcano activity in Hawaii, but the Krakatoa volcano, one of the biggest eruptions ever, took place in what year? 1970. Speaking of volcanoes, Indonesia has how many active volcanoes? 41. Tom Hanks was in the movie Joe versus the Volcano. Actor Ossie Davis was in that movie also. Davis died in at what age? Uh, 63. Ossie Davis played a major role in the movie Do the Right Thing, a Spike Lee movie that came out in what year? That would have been 1991. Confederate General Robert E. Lee surrendered his forces to the Union and brought the Civil War to an end in what year? 1866. The book Confederates in the Attic won the Pulitzer Prize for nonfiction and first published in what year? Uh, 1941. The movie Pulp Fiction had a lot of great actors, including Christopher Walken. Walken has won how many Academy Awards? Three. Walken was in the movie Biloxi Blues with actor Matthew Broderick. The movie was released in what year? 1994. How old is actor Matthew Broderick? He is 57. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Matthew Broderick was a crow in Biloxi, Mississippi, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Jackson, Mississippi? Uh, 61. Time? Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness gracious. Gosh. So score this game. The yes. Krakatoa volcano, which took 30,000, more than 30,000 lives, by the way. Yikes. One of the biggest eruptions ever. Took place in what year? Sean said. 1932. Pinkman. 
1970. 1883. Uh, that would be Sean it. is on the board. Speaking of volcanoes, Indonesia has how many active volcanoes? Sean said. 12. Pinkman. 41. They have 130 active volcanoes in Indonesia. Whoa, we have a tie game. Uh, Tom Hanks in the movie Joe versus the Volcano. I'll see Davis in that movie, but Davis died at what age? Sean said. 69 years old. Pinkman. 63. 87. Oh, Sean takes the lead. Ossie Davis uh, was in the movie Do the Right Thing, that Spike Lee movie that came out on what year, Sean said? 97. Pinkman? 91. 89, 1989. Uh, oh, back to tied up. Whoa, Civil War bro. came to an end in what year, Sean said? 1896. Pinkman? 1866. 1865. Oh, no, off I knew by it. one. But uh, Pinky now takes the lead. The book Confederates in the Attic. It's a great read, by the way. Won the Pulitzer Prize for nonfiction and first published in what year? Sean said. 1912. Pinkman. 41. 1998. Oh, Pinky takes more of a commanding lead now. The movie Pulp Fiction had a lot of great actors, including Christopher Walken. Walken has won how many Academy Awards? Sean said. 12. Pinkman. Oh, three. One. Mm. What? What? It's 12? Well, three. He, he thought he was so good, he said 12. It's one. I no. know. That's... I guess it's crazy. He should have been nominated for his role in that movie. Walken was in the movie Biloxi Blues with actor Matthew Broderick. That's what he should have been nominated for. Mm -hmm. The movie released in what year? Sean said. 96. Pinkman. 94. 1988. Yes. Pinky. How old is actor Matthew Broderick? Sean said. 47. Pinkman. 57. 56. Oh, Pinky taking. Uh, Sean, you got to get this crow question, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're screwed. Oops. Get in within 25, you went outright. Mm. If Matthew Broderick was a crow in Biloxi, Mississippi, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Jackson, Mississippi? Two places I really never want to go to. Sean said. <laughs> 37 miles. And Pinkman said. 61 miles. The answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 167 miles from Biloxi to Jackson, Mississippi. Pinky wins Yay. 8 to 2. Sorry about that, Sean. Yeah. Bad luck for you, buddy, for 24 hours. Good luck with that. That did make sense. Thanks for playing a bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and Closest to the Pin. It, it kind of did. Good luck with your bad luck. Good luck with and your 25 with hours your of days. bad luck. Well, you know, your bad luck is really not atrocious. but That's good. It was nice of you to say so. Well, you're not giving him the bad luck. You're wishing him well, though. Yeah. Hang in there, buddy. Pinkman gave him the bad luck Come on. by Yolo. beating him. As a matter of fact, an interesting fact about Krakatoa. You know the uh, Munch painting scream? Yes. yes. You know the red background? Uh-huh. Yes. There is a belief that the red background was taken because the volcano in Krakatoa emitted so much ash and pollution into the atmosphere that uh, horizons essentially turned red. Really? Cool. Yeah. What year? 1883. Yeah. The scream was, the painting was, what year do we know? That's 1893, sir. Oh, see, so it was still fresh mm, in their maybe. minds, yeah. Fascinating. It took Melania Trump 16 months, but she's now come out with her official first lady platform. Good for her. Uh-huh. I feel bad for her. I sort of, am, I feel a little bit of sympathy myself. Uh, it turns out the campaign is called Be Best. What? Be Best. Be not the the best. Like be the best. best floors no. and more. <laughs> the be best. B. No, it's a B. Oh, be best. Be best. But the word be best. Where's the the? There's no the. It's just be best. Be it's, best with no the. No, that's right. Came so, out with that one. I don't know. 
It sounds a little like broken English, but I don't know. It turns out it, it has three main platforms All under right. the okay. umbrella of we'll Be Best. One of them is fighting opioid abuse. Okay. We are big supporters of that. Yeah. One of them is just kids and well-being because it's all about kids. Sure. You know, so she's all about kids and their well-being. Yeah. And the third one is positivity on social media. All right. Mm, yeah. So, you know, whenever she talks about cyberbullying, it does sort of always give me a little bit of a clench. But, okay. Because? Uh, uh, well, because, because the biggest cyberbullier, you know, is right there in her, you know, life. So... That's, um, I was going to say. Were you going to say bedroom? I but was. You think they and have then I thought, bedrooms? I do. We had this whole conversation in my house. Do they sleep together? Do they even have the same bedroom? No, How many days not. a week is she even in the White House? And what does she do all day if she's just trapped in the White House? Cleans. No, she doesn't clean. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, is she even in Washington? Spot. I have no idea. I think because the son's in Washington. Baron, well, she's. Where would she be? She's Get- in Washington because she's a devoted. I mean, like, she's uber devoted mom. She's looking after her son. Of course. So she she's Maybe she helps fashion. tutor her son. I don't sure. know. That's true. She may be, you know. Maybe I they go out and do in disguise or something. Yeah, I don't get know. an ice cream or something. But I mean, if she was someplace else, we'd, we'd know that. Right. Because of security. If she was heading back to Trump Tower, everybody would know that. Right. I know she's going back this summer, I'm telling you right when now. When she lived in D.C., I mean, in uh, New York City, in t- Trump Tower, um... Her, her son's school said she dropped off and picked up every single day. I think she she's was a devoted right mother. there, devoted I feel to bad that for kid. Her. I, I'm starting to feel bad for her, too. But anyway, be best. It was debuted today. Be, be, be best. Be, be best. I want to help her and say be the best, but it's not. It's just be best. It sounds awkward to me to say it out loud like that, but anyway. She yeah, some says, marketing company came up with that. It's dopey. Well, why don't you put the word right? Why, it's grammatically but you're weird. Gonna rem- because you're, yeah. number one, you're going to remember it. They probably had focus groups. They do mm-hmm. their research. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it works. Every once in a while. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know whether be best is. We'll see. Be and best. If it was be the best, you would have said it once and you would have never said it again. But it has now been said 16 times. <laughs> That's true. And <laughs> Melania has way better numbers than her husband. Well, she sure doesn't want to hold his hand. No, she brushes them off. Get, get away from me. Get, get away get from off. me. Get off of me. <laughs> but yeah. it is, it's also pretty common that the first lady has a higher approval rating than the than president. The husband, yeah. But get off. Other, like an English soccer player. Other first couples have <laughs> often come down the steps of Air Force One or Marine One. They have walked on the lawn up to the house or back out to the whatever. They have walked holding hands for the last couple of administrations. I mean, doesn't matter your partisan politics. These two, she is getting get away from me. She does. She, she brushes them off. Tries to be subtle, even if they're posing for pictures with the French president and his wife. Get away. She sort of does. Some people like to hold hands. Some don't. She's not comfortable with that. PDA, some, no PDA. But she might there. come from a culture where that's frowned upon. Yeah, maybe yeah, that no, means like you know, no interdigitation. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you go to different countries. She's using you say, American okay, hand, like, hand mm-hmm. signs or something, and it's an insult. So maybe you know where she's from. Eastern That's, Europe, you know, you yeah. hold hands and uh, it's bad luck. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. From the... Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Hey, Pinky, why don't you go get us some cake? Let's hear what's in Jack's <laughs> audio file. 
Most I mean, said there's a bre- there's a fresh cake in there. There is. There's one that's cut like ninety percent eaten. Yeah. And then yeah. the one next to it is a brand new, never been cut. Well, when I went in to get water, never uh, no one cut into. But it. get me a piece that doesn't have any blue icing because that sets me off. All right, I'll oh, go cut you cut really a piece. want a great program. Wait, how can you tell? I'll go oh, cut okay. it out of the middle. All right. Oh boy, Goodbye. you know, you know what should set you off? What? The fact that you didn't have money on this little... Justified! A two-length lead as they come to the final 16. Good magic on the outside. A second audible third toward the inside. Then it's still regard. They're coming to the wire. He's just awesome! Justify has won the Kentucky Derby! That's something I would have liked to have done in my lifetime is what? ride a horse that fast. Oh, my or At least goodness. approximating that speed. Cha-ching. Mm-hmm. Justified cashes in. <laughs> Moira cashes $3. in. Pay up. And my boy Jack finished fifth. Jim had him. You didn't even have him. I didn't care what Jim was going to win. I bet money oh, on oh, that. Oh, oh, I see. Separately. Yeah. Separate and apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the dollar I lose for that little bet that where you rig it, where you get the horse you want, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the rest of us have to give no. you a dollar. Mm-mm. You know, that, that doesn't concern me as much as the real bet. I bet like $5. How do you do it. a real bet? I was listening to the Monsters uh, this morning, and they were all commenting on the Kentucky Derby. Boy, they come out of the chute once that last gate is closed, isn't it? It was, yeah, it was so fast. You felt like, was that unfair to the, the that last horse, the no, 20th horse? Not they at didn't all. even get to the for like, safety's sake. Go. You keep those horses locked up and something like that, and they get, I mean, they're all ready to go. And yeah, yeah. it's dangerous to the horse and the jockey as soon as it's closed. I wonder if it's uh, automatic, though. I wonder as soon as, as, soon as, as, as the last gate it, is maybe. closed, boom, they all open. The, uh, yeah, Maybe. it was that was fast. And uh, the other thing I learned I since it was uh, one of the wettest runnings of the race, um, they have multiple goggles, kind of like in NASCAR. They have that sheet yes, on the windshield yes, yes. where they peel it off. They just keep taking off goggles. If you're not in the front, then you have mud flying in your face. So they just have multiple goggles that they keep just taking down and putting around their neck. But they were whipping those horses. I, there has to be a certain specialty in a horse that runs in the mud. They call them mudders, right? So Correct. If, if you're really comfortable running on a dry track, and then you end up with what they had—that sloppy track that they had in—they changed their shoes in Louisville. They put galoshes on them. I would like to see that. Thanks, Pinkman, for like leaving during the segment. He's go right there. Errand. He missed one store. No, I know. So, <laughs> there. how is it? I was counting on his input. Sorry, bro. Yeah, so Jim can eat during his segment. Wasn't the greatest my, race I've ever seen. Yeah. What was the time? Was the time? Nah. You're not going to set any records in conditions in like that. Nah. Tell now, you what. If you want to watch the greatest, you need to be watching Cleveland Cavalier NBA playoff basketball. That guy. It's going to be James. Oh, here it is. It's under it's three under seconds three. to go. Throws up the floater. Oh, Good night, Cleveland. That is for you. I just figured, all right, let's watch it. It looks like Cleveland really has Toronto's number. Mm. I will end up watching the last 20 minutes or so of this game. Cleveland, uh, Toronto actually comes back to tie it up. And then, sure enough, at the buzzer beater, LeBron James floating a shot off the backboard as the buzzer goes, and it goes in to win the game for Cleveland. It's a Weezer butter. Just out. (laughs) Beezer butter, yeah. Uh Yeah, it's a Weezer butter. Uh, so anyway, congratulations to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm. Uh, one win away from advancing. Uh, we mentioned it earlier. And... Well, we have ten more teams in the playoffs now. Yeah, about. <laughs> it's that's a and lot. half the league play in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. the Magic not one of them. Well, Just saying. 
Yeah, they do three rounds. You know, the first. But don't they the go second, from like 12 to, no, maybe 16 to 8. When's or... the championship game? July? No. <laughs> no. No, it's not that far ahead. End of May. It's just two weeks or so from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going. All right, so Jim, you mentioned it earlier. It's, uh, you know, it's. God bless Rudy Giuliani. Oy vey. He's... Just when the America's best reality show wasn't weird enough. Oof. I mean, throw, bring in the crazy uncle. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, he's a nut job. <laughs> well, he's lost it. Don't you think? He's I... a little bit off the mark there. But he keeps Oof. saying something. Then he has to keep coming and clarifying Fixing and repositioning it. and resetting. And what was Makes amazing to me is they keep sending him out there. Or do they not know how to get in touch with him? Is he just <laughs> off? Is, Where is he? Has he gone off on his own and no one can find Rudy? What is that called? Go and rogue or something? Yeah, and he just keeps appearing on Fox News. Like, just if you watch, if you lock down all the Fox programming, I think you'd be able to catch Rudy. But uh, here he is talking. Oh, this, he made it over to ABC. See, he threw oh, the yes, administration a curveball. Right. They're looking at Fox News trying to catch Rudy, and he shuffled his way over to ABC. Here he is uh, talking to uh, this week in uh, Stephanopoulos reporting. Mm-hmm. I never thought 130000 was a real payment. It's a, a nuisance payment. Uh, when I settled this, uh, for when it was real or a real possibility, it's a couple million dollars, not, not 130000 mm. oh, This yeah. is an affair, alleged affair that took place 10 years ago. And then, what, a week, a week and a half before, before the election? Two weeks before the election, yeah. They pay, it come to some kind of an agreement to pay $130,000? What's that all about? So? Mm. And the I'm surprised that Rudy yeah. hasn't mentioned 9-11 yet. Nope. He will. <laughs> <laughs> he usually does. Let him keep talking. He, he'll, he'll say something you don't expect. Uh, here he is talking about the relationship between the president and his fixer slash attorney, uh, Michael Cohen. Well, I expect that he is going to cooperate with him. I don't think they'll be happy with it because he doesn't have any incriminating evidence about the president or himself. So they're saying he's going to be cooperating with the investigation, but there's uh, nothing to be concerned by the president because the president didn't do anything wrong. Mm. Mm. Okay. That obviously is not on the table. That's not a decision to be made now. There's no reason to pardon. Here he is talking about whether or not there is a pardon in the future for Mr. Cohen. Anybody now? It has not been discussed and, and uh, would not be discussed. You can, you can pardon him until the cow's gone home. But if the state charges them, uh, there's nothing the president can do. The president has no authority to pardon as it relates to state charges. Thank you, Your Honor. I'll take my seat now. Now, the attorney for Stormy Daniels, Mr. Avenatti, um, says what pretty much most of America is thinking. The more Rudy talks, the more it seems like he's helping out the other side. Uh Oh, my God. He's done considerable harm um, to the president. I think his representation has been nothing short of a disaster, and they would have been better off not saying anything. No kidding. (laughs) I think most of America doesn't care. Oh, I totally think that. One way or the other. Yeah. It's about jobs. It's about the economy. It's about the things that affect them directly. His uh, numbers are going up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But you have to remember, a lot of people, you know, they're saying, why did they bring this to an end? They need to bring this to an end. Those who are paying attention from uh, from the conservative side, the Trump side. Uh And the fact that, you know, we Americans, for one reason or another, boy, we want a quick fix, don't we? We want answers right right now. Yeah. And remember Watergate. You know, it wasn't a, a, a six-month deal. Over two years. Exactly. Yeah. These things take some time. Well, Jim, Senator Roy Blunt knows they take time, and he was kind of echoing uh, your comments uh, and and talks about that 
the American people, they're not concerned with this Stormy Daniels nonsense. I don't think they are. That Trump persona has not changed since the campaign. It, it would bother me less if we weren't getting things done. What are you getting done? That, well, Dude, really, what are you getting nothing. done? No, well, a bit, I mean, you got the tax reform bill, then nothing after that. But tax hey, cut for the wealthy, and you added a trillion dollars to the uh, to the deficit. Good for you. You possibly have a denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Well, if that happens, I'll give him credit. Of course we can give yeah. him credit. Well, well, Kim Jong-un says it wasn't. It had nothing to do with him. With him or with Trump? Trump. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I know Trump's taking credit for it, but uh, apparently North Koreans are saying it had nothing yeah, to I do just, with I Trump. just reflect. If any of this, if any of this uh, stuff had uh, befallen uh, Barack Obama, oh, these goofballs would be all over it. You know that as well as I do. Oh. That's, how, that's how hypocritical they are. And you're allowed to tell them that right to their face. Oh, well, we forgive the sinner. Here's more from, uh, on that mm -hmm. note, Senator Roy Blunt. Yeah. The way the president communicates, whether he intends to mislead the fact, mislead people, or just doesn't have all the facts in his mind at the time, he is a very accessible uh, to the press. Uh, so what? When's the last time he had a press conference? I can't recall. But he's saying either, he, the two choices he gave you for the president's Whatever. actions are, he's either purposely misleading you or he doesn't have the facts. <laughs> Which one concerns you more? <laughs> He's an habitual liar, and we know it. But but uh, apparently, there's a significant number of Americans they don't have any they problem with that. They lying. don't care. Mm. Hey, I got a few more bucks in my paycheck, so what do I care if he lies? They all lied. They all lied before. What difference does it make? He's just more honest about his lies. Hillary's emails. <laughs> Hillary's start emails. yelling about yeah. something else. Yeah, or they'll throw Clinton. Oh, what about Clinton? Yeah, what about him. Yeah. Oh my God. Monica Lewinsky. John Podesta's Risotto. Uh. Anyway, this uh, American Benghazi. Best... Remember Benghazi? <laughs> to get caught up on the week in the world of America's Best Reality Show, you can uh, tune in to Saturday Night Live, where they dedicated their cold opening into the yeah. uh, assorted affairs with. Uh, it was star studded. I believe they had just about everyone on the cast, and then they brought in some extra celebrities yeah. to be on this. They here's did. A, yeah, here's yeah. a little uh, yeah with uh, uh, Ben Stiller. Reprising his role as Michael Cohen. Rudy, is that you? Yes, that's right. Rudy Giuliani, Trump's lawyer and his worst nightmare. All right, is everyone on? Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Guys, can we please just decide on one lie and stick to it? Because our stories are all over the place. Guys, hold that thought. I'm getting a call from work. Mr. President, I have lost all credibility. Did you lie to me about the Stormy Daniels affair? Yeah, that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> but it went through every every character that they have played regarding this current administration. All seemed to make a cameo in that they even had to bring in some extra people. Uh, those clips posted on our website. Um, also, there is a story going around of a world record. Oh. Jim, what world record do you think has been set? Okay, give me a little bit of a little bit more info. What a hint! Give you a hint. Okay, I will give you a hint that it is something you consume. Number of things somebody's eaten. Yeah. A dairy or a meat? Is it a meat product? You're both correct. Dairy Ooh. and meat. Wait a minute. So are they separate? No. So dairy and meat, dairy and meat. That's a lasagna. It's a cheeseburger. It's, 
What? Most yeah, 30,000 cheeseburgers. 30,000 Big Macs. Oh. Now, this is the guy. His name is Don Grosk he, uh, from Wisconsin. Yeah. He was in Super Size Me. Uh, he started when they first came out with the Big Mac and loved it, but this is his diet every single day. I bit into that first Big Mac. It was just so good, and uh, I just knew I was going to keep eating them all the time. And uh, oh, yeah. I'd say I ate three. At the first sitting, I ate three Big Macs and threw the cartons in the back seat. And oh, then, my God. Yeah, after a month, he went to clean out the cartons and then started counting. Mm-hmm. And he just hit 30,000. This guy eats about two Big Macs a day. He's he's married. He said his wife tried cooking, but it didn't work out so well. So he asked if it's okay if he can just, you know, eat, a, eat, uh, a eat Big Macs every day. And so this is what he does. He freezes some because what? the only days he has to go without is, like, if they get snowed in. Or something. Oh, yeah. So he freezes them, but his wife, every couple of months, makes him rotate what's in there so he doesn't... Mm. (laughs) So what? He doesn't get sick? Well, yeah. Real adventuresome sort. If he's traveling, he will bring some in his carry-on so he has it. Yeah, Uh, You can see... I have the video posted at realradio.fm. Whatever. You click on the Phillips file there. Happy and healthy. I don't know about healthy, but maybe happy. healthy. Uh, He says he's in great health. That's what he says. Um, His wife is a a, Who's his doctor? That Bornstein guy? Yeah. (laughs) Get your liver scanned or pancreas or something. He's in the the greatest health ever. Gallstones. Of anyone who's eaten 30,000 Big Macs. Right. Oh, my stomach. Oh, That's fine, but I'm just thinking about 30,000 of them. Does he save all the containers? I don't think think he he continues to. to save them, but I think that... Really what triggered, oh, maybe I'll start counting these after that first month. And then he kept going. Um, okay, then. So it's every Already. meal they have kids. So right. his kids have eaten everything on the menu over and over and over oh, again. God. And counting those Big Macs, don't you know? Yeah, they're oh, not shy okay. to say they're done with the food. However, mm. the dad is not. He has his name. They the Where he started, they built a new McDonald's in that parking lot. Yeah, and so they have a booth dedicated to him oh, God. Okay, in yeah. that with his picture Alrighty. on it. No, it does not. Yeah, it's like eating at the stork club. <laughs> Nothing too much better, I tell you. Oh, Yo, you got that right. Uh-huh. It's all at realradio.fm. You can click What's the video. What's this guy's name? Oh, Grosk. What's his first name? Uh, not Mist- Mil- Don. Oh, yeah, when they come in, you know, hey, Don. Mm-hmm. Don Grosk. Hey, Don, good to see you. We got the Big Mac warmed up for you already. Yeah. Okay. What are you up to now? What, uh, 30,000? Oh, my God, Don. No, oh, we should have got balloons. Why didn't you call us, Don? Oh, jeez. Take them down to Lake Whitefish, you know, and <laughs> trying to hook yourself to smelt. <laughs> Does he... Does he eat fries and the rest of the summer? He does with? not. Oh. He does not eat the oh, fries. No. Yeah. What's They're wrong bad with for you? He's well, yeah, bad well. for you. That's the yummy you know, part. And it's funny. He's six, yeah. uh, in his uh, 62 or 64, and he, he's got a little gut, but like a typical dad bod. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't and, look especially chubby, chubby chunky, no, nothing. That's so. Nope. No. But he's an older guy with long hair. <clears throat> you know. Sometimes it's a hard look to pull off. An aging rocker type? Yeah. I just saw it brief, uh, you know, briefly. I mean, doesn't he have like one of those Mo Howard cuts? He does in the front. Yeah. So he's got straight like bangs. bangs cut across, but it's long in the back. Ooh. That's an ugly <laughs> Like a page boy. That's yeah. A terrible. It's Prince Valiant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Bornstein, Dr. Bornstein has adopted a Prince Valiant. You know, he's curled it under almost like a founding father. You know, the, the, the weird Trump doctor in New York City. I pu- feel raped. Mm. He curls, he, it's straightened, and he curls it under like Ben Franklin or something. I don't know what, he's an odd duck, too, but 
No, this guy kind of looks like John Lennon went into hiding and then showed up randomly eating 30,000 Big Macs in Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. Okay, then. Oh, oh. Uh, lest we forget, it's a big week. Let's not forget it's today happening. in 1914. Yeah. In 1910, West Virginia became the first state to observe the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. Oh. After a fierce letter-writing campaign, Anna got Congress to federally recognize the holiday. And in 1914, President Wilson signed a bill that officially made the second Sunday in May Mother's Day. So there you go. That's Mother's Day is this Sunday. Don't be a bastard. Give your mother a nice Mother's Day present. Yeah. And uh, I I don't know what I'm going to do for my mother. I, I took can't... her to a soccer game yesterday. Does she, that count? No. She had fun. She, she like did her. have fun Good for her. Yeah, we. Uh, you know, the the weather was a little ominous, knowing uh-huh. you know, trying to manip, uh, maneuver uh, through that. But it was just you know sprinkles on the way in and. Our seat uh, was under an overhang, you know, where we were. So yeah, good. That was good, but uh, good she game. enjoyed it. And when Orlando City scores and the Yelling stadium out. erupts and the smoke goes up in the supporter section, um, it was great. And then where we were, my wife, every time they score, she would run the aisle and high-five everyone <laughs> on the end of the aisle. My mom was getting a kick out of watching my wife act. Running around like yeah. a crazy person. And then That's my cool. wife tells me that she goes, I think one game we should be in the supporter section. Mm. You have to stand. Does she know that? Yeah, I mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> she seems okay with it. Well, you tell her that you'll... Uh-uh. I've never... Mm-mm. I've never been there. Not in you this stadium. You've never been to the stadium. Yeah. No, it... but I mean, when I was going to the games, I mean, when they first started, whether it was USL or whether yeah. it was... A... Mm-hmm. No, I was never done. I did when it was USL, and that's where it's like I brought my my niece and nephew to the game, and that's where we learned the whole bunch of new words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is not good. Uh, but, <laughs> Are they still using those words? Well, yeah, but always in song. So you yeah, but know. I mean, did your mother pick up on any of that? Not on our end of the stadium. Okay. And I noticed on TV as well because I recorded the show. game. Then I went home and I watched some of the highlights, like Joe Bendick's uh, kick save. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That, that was beautiful. Uh-huh. Well, the goalpost gods were looking kindly oh, on uh, on Orlando City. At least they three got times. Lucky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Twice got, there. Talking about that. the TV coverage because I watch it on TV. I don't go to the games anymore, but I watch yes, it sir. on TV. They've got to do something about the, the their audio. Their audio blows. What do you mean? I don't know whether it's their microphones. It's just it. You can't you you can't understand what they're saying half the time. Really? Well, you know how you solve that. You listen to real radio or well, ninety six nine. No, I'm the not. Game. I'm not kidding you. It's just. No. I'm just saying, if you're going to watch TV, TV and you're going yeah. to watch the television coverage and listen to them call the games, mm-hmm. they got to do some of it's terrible, terrible yeah. audio. But that actually, I mean, that's how I solve it. I do what Mo said. Whether, especially well, even if it's on Univision, you know, I pause it and then I listen to it on the radio. Well, of course, and it, if it's on Univision, of course I'm going to yeah. do that. Yeah, but I finally that, you know, figured just, out how yeah. to do SAP, but it takes a while to figure it out. At least in my own. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying there are people who watch it on TV and listen to their play and they and their play by play and their yeah. commentary, and you can't understand it because their their the audio is so muffled. Muffled. Oh. And who's the who's the former uh, goalkeeper who's uh, doing commentary? Miguel Gallardo. You can't understand anything he's saying. Why not? 
because because it's his mic or it's you know you combine uh, it he's got a little bit of an accent you combine that with a muffled mic or whatever's going on there and you cannot understand what he's talking about now the pregame it's fine yeah well ladies and gentlemen this sunday atlanta united here at orlando city coverage starts oh, at 5 30 and if you want to understand the coverage listen to real radio That's 104.1 right. yeah, you can do that fine but if you know I, well, I I would recommend that now because you're not going to be able to understand anything they're saying on the TV. It's the Phillips File. Thank you, Jack. Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. As heard on the audio file, a man has managed to eat his 30,000th Big Mac. If my math is correct, that's 60,000 all-beef patties in addition to the special sauce lettuce cheese pickles onions on 90,000 sesame seed buns. Next. A couple in the UK is in shock after receiving a letter from a neighbor who claims to have seen them naked one too many times. Oi mate we're tired of seeing your proper lady bits and dingle dangle around here. Finally, slices of cakes from various royal weddings are going to be auctioned off. Who the hell wants to buy a piece of stale cake? Outrageous. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com And transmission. Orlando City welcomes rival club Atlanta United FC this Sunday. Coverage begins at 5.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. From... You are listening to The Phillips File. One, two, three, four. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, congratulations once again to Orlando City. Nice win over Salt Lake. Like that. Six in a row. We all paid up to uh, for Mo because she had uh, Justify in the Kentucky Derby. Yes, sir. See what else we got here. And what was the bet you think Justify to win the Triple Crown or don't? I do. Pinkman does Jim not. V. Pinkman. And yeah. then what was the other bet? It was about Giuliani. That he'll be out in two weeks. Yeah, within two he weeks. He says out. He'll be gone. And you say out or Pinky says out? Out, I say okay. out. Is the pre-race coverage a little excessive? They've been doing it for years. For the Kentucky Derby? Years. So the, but that must be warranted. That must be dictated by the size of the audience they get, no? I think it's a big deal audience-wise, you know. Most most people don't give a rat's ass about horse racing like they did back in the right. in the twenties when horse racing got more ink in the newspapers than any other sport. But wow. you know it's mm-hmm. it's just going a, a different way. But the Kentucky Derby is such a you know uh, cultural icon, so to speak, in the United States. Yeah, and I would imagine most people who go to the Kentucky Derby they don't know anything about horse racing and just go in there because it's fun. It's a thing. It's a bucket list drink thing. Like a mint julep and. Mm-hmm. You know, wear a fancy wear a hat. hat. Yeah, yeah, why not? I've always wanted to wear But the pre-race hat. has always been. I mean, but then I, I watch all these different features, and then I change my mind on who I want to bet every it's time I watch right? one of those. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at those guys. Oh, we have Vino Russo. Let's well, look at that. I like yeah. that horse. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bolt mm-hmm. Oro. Yeah. Jack saw two good movies over the weekend. We're going to talk about uh, uh, Westworld in a bit. Woohoo. What movies did you see? And then I'll decide whether I want to talk about What about it. the boys? Oh, maybe Black the... Panther is already on pay-per-view, I think. Yeah. Wow. Really? Well, That's a quick turnaround. Only because it was in the theaters for so long. I mean, had it jumped out of the theaters, 
Like, if it came out for a few weeks and then left, like a lot of movies, then the distance wouldn't have seemed so short. No, but a lot of movies, it takes six months, if not longer, to go on pay-per-view. Black Panther was what came out a few months ago? Yes. Uh, Well, early this year. Well, you you know what I mean. It may have to do with the fact of one of the movies I saw, which was Avengers, The Infinity War. And since it's also a Marvel movie, yeah. maybe now that they're pushing that, they they figure since Black Panther also uh, has a role in that movie, maybe maybe it'll spur people. Mm. Oh, you see that because it happened to me. I watch Infinity War. I'm like, well, that was a pretty damn good movie. That's what everybody said. I enjoyed it, and then it's like I didn't watch all of the other Marvel movies. I've seen like one of the two of the Iron Man. I saw Black Panther. Oh, you know. Spider-Man here or there or the old ones. So there's a, I've seen some of them, but not all of them leading up to this. So I think a movie like Avengers Infinity War will inspire people to go, you know, see some of the other stuff. So I think that it's just probably the timing of it, because that movie is out, they figured they can get more people pay-per-view to the yeah, Black Panther I think Panther Black movie. Panther was such, such a success. They said, let's just move it over for pay-per-view, because everybody said, hey, I didn't see it in the yeah. theater, but I'm willing to shell out the whatever it is to watch it on uh, at home. Yeah, that was that was one of the movies I saw. I, I went by myself. I, oh, I got a new favorite theater down in uh, your neck of the woods. That's the one with the lounges. Yes. That's Wait, nice, isn't it? Those chairs are nice. It's funny because the best. So Friday night, my wife and I are going to see the movies, and we went to see a quiet place, and we're online, and this is in Altamont. And I mentioned that how Winter Park has these lounge, you know, the nice, lazy boy type, lazy boy yeah, type uh-huh. seats, and Altamont doesn't. And the woman behind me, she says, "Wait, they don't have those seats here," and she was all bummed out. And my wife is like. Really? Now the seats here aren't good enough, and I'm like, honey, you don't know until you sit oh, in the these best. seats in Winter Park. Re- they're nice. It's sweet. It's got the you know auto reclining with the foot thing, and you have your little table that swings in front of you. Ah, good times. Oh, now you're so spoiled. It is. It's oh, a it beautiful is. thing. Yeah, it does. But it we did see it. a quiet place. You liked it? Were you scared? Uh, not scared. I. And suspenseful though, it, it definitely is suspenseful. Oh, Horror yeah. is not my favorite genre. Anybody making noise? Here's the deal: only a, a very little bit, but it's the normal noise you get Munch. associated with people eating, <laughs> because of the movie is quiet through many parts of it. You notice you know, it more. You notice more mm-hmm. of what's happening around you. Stop chewing, like yeah. the two drunk ladies behind us. Stop but it. That was fine. You don't know they were drunk. It was you, Mo. I was. I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> anyway, because you were passed out. Yeah, she was uh-huh. so drunk she couldn't remember what it was. I'm afraid of those I kind of movies. I would never, I would never in a million years see a movie. My like wife that. has really zero interest. And the first time we saw a, a teaser for that, a, a trailer for that, not really interested in it. But my wife read enough about it where it was getting these good reviews. And then after people started seeing it, saying it was really good. And then we went, and I absolutely loved it. And I did a review on my Twitter at Yankee Jack. Uh, but yeah, I gave it four out of five on that. Four it's, out of five. Oh yeah, John Krasinski. Getting close to classic. John Krasinski. That's really good. Yeah, really. And, and yeah, three and a half. I mean, you know, four. four you have just, to earn a four. Yeah. It was good. Great. You guys rate a movie you've never seen just to <laughs> challenge me. Yeah. And tell me how I'm wrong. I'm just saying you got to be very careful when you when you're at a four, man. You're just the, you're just ya. one step to classic, one that stands the test of time. I gave three billboards four. Oh, that was a good move. Mm-hmm. That was the last. Movie but I, I also saw. gave uh, that uh, creature from the Black Lagoon four. 
Oh, I saw that movie. Uh, you didn't uh, like it. I know that. No, I didn't like it. That's I, okay. I thought it was rather silly. And guess silly. what? I don't think you'd like a, a, a Avengers Infinity War. Why not? Yeah, you kind of, you're a little Too snobby. cartoonish? You're a little snobby. Oh, he says you're snobby. I'm just, you know... <laughs> Is it too juvenile for him? Might be. Oh, it's really good, though. It is really good. And you just, you're like, oh, Marvel has figured it out. That's that's how you make a movie. I mean, it, as far as the the action, adventure, uh, comedy, uh, the appeal, the visual effects, it's just like, wow, they've done it. Okay. Mm, all right. But anyway, uh, back to uh, A Quiet Place, John Krasinski, who is Jim from The Office. Yeah, I know. Mm, points. Wrote, co-wrote, directed this movie. Isn't that his wife, wife? Stars in it yeah. with his wife, Emily Blunt. Yes, points. Yeah, and she is fantastic in it. Agreed. You, you saw it, right, Pinky? Yeah, four out of five, bro. You're giving oh, it four, man. two? Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah You're giving it four pinkies out of Boom. five? Oh, four, yeah. I liked it five. a lot. Wait a minute. Yeah, I love what happens. You they know. don't know what the rating system is. I know. Oh, no, yeah. I do They know. haven't seen enough movies where they can. If they saw more movies, I, I, mean, from the, I mean, from the 40s, he's, the 50s, the 60s, I think they might backtrack yeah, it a little bit. I think, they said, yeah. I think, you know, if they had a historical perspective yeah. of great films, they might say, you're absolutely good. Let's dial that back okay. to three and a half. Rude. Really, really good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I encourage people mm-hmm. to see it. But four, man, that four, you just won. So take it one scene a- of dialogue away from Gandhi. Taking it into account of all the movies Jim's talking about, yeah. not only is it four out of five, but it's also in color. Oh. Boom. Boom. Roasted. Yeah, roasted. Some of the greatest movies of all time were black and white. Rosebud. Yes. We've seen Citizen Kane. We On know. the waterfront. Yeah. Oh, 12 Angry to? Men. Who could forget? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great movie. That is a good one. Some portions of The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Come on, people. <laughs> I thought you never saw the, the Wizard of Oz. No, I've seen the Wizard. No, it's the Sound of Music. Oh, Sound of Music. Sorry. And I never want to see the Sound of Music. I have no desire to see the Sound of Music. Mm. Oh, I saw what I saw that movie uh, with Christopher Plummer that uh, who, when he filled in for Kevin, uh, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Oh, the uh, All the Money in the World. Yeah, points. It's not and, too bad. Oh, I'd give it three and a half out of five. I'd give it three. <laughs> Did you see it? No. I'd I'd give it a four. Honestly, almost an instant classic, even though I haven't seen it. Now they're just being difficult. Yeah. They well, if you guys can write movies you haven't seen, we can too. Most of the movies you've seen, I've seen. I'm just saying there's a whole host oh, of mo- great movies out there, and if you, you would and if you would expand your horizon, I think you might. I'm just saying. I think you might dial it back just maybe a half a Jack or a half a Pinky. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think you'd be so quick to say this is just one step this away a from a classic. You're pretty loose with the fours. Four is a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. I I, I haven't four given out any movie. fives. Huh? I I have to. I'm going to look at my Twitter feed. I I may have given one four point five. I got to see what. Oh, I want to know which one that is. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Underway. I can read lips, Jim. Okay. What am I saying now? You're saying, what am I saying now? Oh, he's good. Thing, people. Excellent. Good job. All right. Put your earphones on. I got it. There you go. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. Hey. You're, You're having kind of a hectic day. Yeah, a little bit, but I got a movie in. Well, good for you. All right. Went to see A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. Jack was just talking about that movie. Was Matter he? of fact, Jack gave it four Jacks 
out of five. Oh, Did that's he? A lot. And I'm saying that's a lot of jo- that's you know three a lot and a half. Of- you know, if it's a really good movie, I think three. When you, when you step up to four, whether it's four pink triangles, it's just one pink triangle away from classic. I mean, a movie that stands yeah, well, the test of time. Michael knows the rule, right? But it's two yeah. half pink triangles away. That there's still a distance there. <laughs> what? I'm simply saying. I think uh, I, I was mentioning. I think they would dial back their rating if they had a little bit more yeah. movie knowledge, Experience. history. Yeah. Movie, yes. uh, but they don't think, basically they're not, mm-hmm. you know, of that generation yeah. doesn't appreciate a black and white movie. From a guy I who's never that. seen Willy Wonka. I get that. However, I would maintain. All about that, Eve, 12 that, Angry Men. That, I would maintain uh, that the kill jump, a mockingbird, the jump from four to five. Schindler's List, Psycho, Young Frankenstein, Virgo. Uh, The Grapes of Wrath. I've seen these on that. The one. Best Years of Our Lives. I've seen Schindler's List. Yeah? Yeah. Schindler wins in the end. Oh, boy. Anyway. The English Patient. Jim hated that movie. movie. Oh, that's a yawner. Oh, my God. So anyway. I think that there is a larger gap between four and five triangles than there is between one and two or two or three and three and four. Well, there's no wider it's, it's gap between now, two and three now, and three and four. Yeah, that's what, four I, to five. That's what he said. No, I'm saying there is. That it's a wider, you, once you cross four, it's a huge leap to five. It's a greater distance. More stuff has to happen mm-hmm. to qualify oh, than does to get you from a one to a two or a two to a three or a three to a four. That's how I look at it. All right, okay. So you saw A Quiet Place. And if, yes. And if you're going to go like by white knuckle factor, yeah. Yeah. you can't not give this sh- movie four. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Because oh, Jack didn't just... even mention White Knuckles. I said, were you scared? I said, no. I said it was suspenseful. Yes. I wasn't scared. It was suspense. Boom. Oh, and it was well done. He never mentioned White Knuckle. Oh, it's just angst-ridden. I think it's most just... people probably wouldn't, so I can take this. Well, I wasn't <laughs> holding my chair. I was holding my wife. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. So, it's, um, my knuckles weren't white. It's nerve-wracking. This movie's nerve-wracking from, the, from almost the minute it begins until it ends. You can't. Settle down with it. <laughs> Did you hear people chewing? Because there's so many quiet sections of the movie. Jack was distracted by people chewing. It's funny because I just wanted to strangle the man eating popcorn two seats over from me. <laughs> he, all by himself with the biggest tub you can get, lasted the whole movie, yeah. was making me insane. I was actually, I actually, oh, I, I was, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I was this close <laughs> to telling him, shh, not because I wanted him to stop for the. Be, being like I was saying he was a bad audience member because I thought he was uh, like attracting the thing. Like I was that, the, the, the thing okay. responds to sound. Yeah. And it's, like, it's completely silent. And here he's us. making this munching noise. And I'm like, and I'm like well, shh. <laughs> you have to be quiet or yeah. they'll come for us. Right, exactly. And on that basis, yeah. you got to give it Stop four. Uh, if it uh. succeeds, it's sucking you in that much. <laughs> there aren't 25 words. Spoken in this film, yeah, it's essentially a silent yeah. movie. With they just whisper. Do they whisper or do hand motions? There's only a couple of times they whisper, and only under very, uh, uh, very select. Is this a movie where you, you should not, uh, you know, uh, go to the men's room? Oh, oh, yeah. You're going to you miss can, something. No, yeah, you do not go. Yeah. Get go, that all no. taken care of. Yes. Because yeah. you can't. But it's certainly you can't come back and say it's only not. Nothing. No, you can't. Because you have more dialogue talking to what did I miss that's in the movie. Psst, psst, psst. Yeah. It's quiet anyway. The the movie is quiet in general because they're not speaking. But then every now and then they let you 
experience what's going on through the lens of the one girl in the movie who's actually deaf. So when you're seeing it from her POV, it is absolutely no no sound at all. And that's when that man would crunch his popcorn. (laughs) And then she's not hearing anything. And the thing is right behind her. And I'm like, okay, she's okay, because she can't even hear. She doesn't even know. And then he starts crunching, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. At least they had a tub instead of a bag. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, now, a little oh quieter. You know, we got a, you know, one of those box of Whoppers the, or whatever. Yeah, down to start, the last you pay $150 to go to a Broadway show and they sell Pringles in the lobby. Uh-huh. Oh, they sell Pringles Potato and chips? peanut M&Ms. Crunch, crunch, yes, crunch. and you can bring the stuff back to your... Pay $150, the person next to you is chowing down on potato chips. It's a most ridiculous thing. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, th- I, w- I wouldn't like that at all. No. In the West End, What's they that? don't You're gonna sell. You're going to go to a symphony, you know, West concert or whatever. That's crunchy. West End, they come down the aisle with Dixie Cups. They do. For what? In the West End down, uh, yeah, uh, in of London. London. The equivalent really? of Broadway. Ba- their what base, do you do with the Dixie Cups? Their basic your... snack is Dixie Cups. They make no noise. <laughs> you know, you it's can't. just water in them? No, I uh, ice, cream. Uh, ice cream cups. Oh, ice cream. What are you cups. sitting there eating ice cream, watching a play? Well, they they come down the aisles actually and sell it during the intermission. Most people okay. are done by the time. Okay, fine. It's over, but a lot well, of people the- a lot of people aren't. But at least you don't hear someone crunching their Dixie ice. So cream. how do they get the d- empty Dixie cups? Do they do they send a tray down? You put it in there, or do you have to pass your nasty old Dixie cup or somebody else's nasty old Dixie? A Dixie Back cup to down the to the aisle. Well, in no, and in America, people would just put them on the floor. But in England, people <laughs> hold on to them and they put them in the trash on their way out of the theater. Oh, they hold on to no, them. No, nobody throws stuff on the floor over there. No, nowhere. They just don't. Yeah, yeah. Dixie, you know, when's the last time a you had a little with, with the little with the little balsa wood spoon? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, that is a good time. Yeah, that was a, at the school cafeteria when they had that for dessert. It was a big day. Yeah, <clears throat> off in a hot good. dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Give me yeah. all the oh, crap yeah. at once. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot all about uh, that. Mm. Oh, glory be. Uh, oh, thank you, Jesus. What? We're having ice cream cups? We're having ice cream. Ice cream mm. cups. Did Did Jack mention the the life event that happens during this movie? No. No. No, no. I know. Don't go there because I, I read about tell, it. It's tell me that was a mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Got a. Yeah. Life event. Somebody bite a bullet, so to speak. Oh, oh, oh I bet I know what. Yeah, yeah, okay, you've known it. So, how many uh, pink triangles for a quiet place? Four. Giving it four. Oh, okay. again four. with oh, this. Oh, bravo! Yeah. Wonderful. For four four four. I'm giving it four place. based on its white four knuckle factor, point. and I will stand by that. Michael just says that you know to go from two to th- one to two, and then two to three, and three to four. It's, it's all shorter. equal. But then when you're at four, Whoa. if you want to go to five, yes. it's a longer... It's got to be yeah. other It's the longest mile. Yeah. Exactly. Thank yeah. you, Jack. I give Michael four and a half for this review. Mm-hmm. And oh. that's the closest I'll ever come to qualifying for a sporting term. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Tate, did you, you not watch America? the Kentucky Derby? Uh, I did not. Oh. I, was, I was busy. Mm. I haven't been... I don't know anything that's happening other than I fall asleep to... The national news, but mm. I mean, <laughs> still paying attention to that, or you try to avoid it as much. National news of all the I, Stormy uh, Daniels and everything else. I, I get caught into it. And I, I, I got to. I got. I need a break. I had to turn. It I got to watch Dateline yeah. or something. <laughs> I, I suppose I do. What's absolute worse, which is I yell. I, I no. I I watch it as I'm falling to go to sleep. 
which doesn't usually put me to sleep because it gets me so riled up. Mm -hmm. And, of course, then I go to bed and I dream about a nuclear holocaust. Oh. (laughs) I watch it and then I start yelling, is anybody paying attention to this? Is anyone? No. Yeah. Um, Got a couple extra bucks in my wallet. That's the only thing Mm -hmm. they care about. I think Mm -hmm. that's the general state of America's numbers are going up. Like, go figure. That's just crazy. Go figure. Just crazy to me. And the more that and the and the worse he gets, the more the evangelicals get behind him. It's nuts. Yeah, well, they're they're nuts. They're willing to forgive. He's, he's carrying their water. The last time I was here, I told you because I watch this show every now and again because it just fascinates me to death. But last time I was here, I told you how Jim Baker yeah. explained to his audience right. that the um, that the only reason Trump was with Stormy Daniels in a hotel room was because he wanted to um, proselytize to her and try and get her <laughs> saved. And and that the hundred and thirty dollars, one hundred thirty thousand dollars, was his gift to her to extend her a lifeline to get her out of doing adult movies. Porn. It was all altruistic and Christian in nature. I understand the scam. Does I mean, I get that. that. Okay, so this week, since since yeah, that, now what? He has a woman on who's very well regarded in the evangelical community for speaking to God. I see. And, 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 and they, uh, they believe that God gives her direct messages. And so she was explaining to the listening audience, it does not matter how flawed he is. It doesn't matter what he does yeah. wrong, what sins he commits. What matters is that God told her that he chose him. Therefore, if you even so much as speak out against God's chosen one, not only are you going to be damned, but the curse extends to your children and your children's oh children. My word. Oh, wonderful. If when is this on? Out, i got to check this just out. Just speak out against him in any way because you know if you're a good Christian and you ask you will receive the word that he is god's chosen president oh boy and they scream and cheer and clap unbelievable all right let me know when that's on let me take a little break then we'll catch up with other things you're doing it's the phillips file monday movie review on real radio 104.1 it's the phillips file for this monday a monday movie review underway with michael douglas is not here with us today michael saw a quiet place mm-hmm. and agrees with jack quiet. It deserves, in your particular case, four pink triangles out of five. You liked it that much. Jack Mm -hmm. liked it. He gave it four jacks. Mm -hmm. Pinkman, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Would you give it? Four. Four pinkies. There there you go. Oh, yeah. What did NaomiBradshaw.com think? She liked it as well. I'm going to give four NaomiBradshaw.coms. There There you go. Wow. There you have a gem. Highly recommended. (laughs) Uh Just one little step away from being a classic. Uh No, it's a big... There's a moat between four and five. There's not a moat. Exactly. There's never yeah. a moat. We never talked no. about a moat. There's well, a moat. Never talk. It's you, one, two, you've three, never four, asked five. me exactly what process I go through in applying them. I'm now we're Ooh. after twenty years. Maybe you should know. <laughs> oh, I see. So one, two, it's even space until yeah, you get between four and five. And yes. a moat. To go from four to five, you got a big. It's a long jump. There's a Correct. moat. Mm-hmm. There's a moat. There's Correct. a moat. Yes. There's a big wall you have to get over. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, what, what because about, because at four you've reached a, you know a, a certain level of proficiency brink. you know yeah. that where, uh-huh. so I mean they're all so they're they're super good but to make that leap to great well then is, tell me how would you larger. get to a four and a half <laughs> is um, a four and a half I, in between the only a four time, and a five the only time I've ever given a four and a half is <laughs> when I feel like the movie needed to be rated on two different factors uh, and I, I would see. say it's a four but if you're going to go just on 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 the artistic beauty of the piece, it's worth four and a half, you know. But 
Because enough of it didn't come together to make that this leap. Very, this whole thing is very weak. It's all new now. It's all no, very weak it's, to me. It's, it's all new, very It's, it's all very nuanced, weak. Jim. I'm sorry you can only see the big picture <laughs> and not the little pixelated <laughs> shades of gray. that take it yeah, yeah, together. We have mm-hmm. a, a question text into Real Mobile for Michael Wands. Uh, uh, first oh in 20 my. years. <laughs> yeah, they said it. Texting didn't even exist when Michael started. That's true. true. I know they 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 talk about. Hey, I have a question for them. They uh, they say Michael in the past you referred to a movie as being well directed. They understand good acting and good editing. And can you explain how something you can tell something is well directed? That's a good. Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Oh. Uh, basically, a good director has his his. Uh, imprint over every aspect of the movie, not the least of which is the editing. A decent director is in the editing suite every single day that the editing people are. So he's Ah. helping make those choices uh, just as much as the person who technically knows how to make that magic happen. Um, But you, you, you know it from, um, from camera angles, the cinema, the cinematographer is, is it may be choosing um, lenses and how to keep things sharp and crisp and whatnot. But the 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 basic um, uh, approach, the POV of the camera, is usually decided by the director. He's is it, it, um, it imprimatur is on everything. Um, His it, vision or yeah, her vision. Yeah. point of view and, is um, POV, right? People are asking. Certainly, yeah, POV. A lot certainly, of people. point of view. They're using, that, say, they're using that movie stuff now. Yeah, POV. Point POV. of view is that people are asking. Yeah, big I boy, big oh. grip, little grip, little boy, whatever it is. Well, best boy, best something. Yeah, best something. boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you think I just started using that? Yes. Term? You oh, just you never started. use P. Oh, <laughs> oh please. <laughs> Most Hold definitely. On. Eh. Hold on. Twenty years, you have never ever said. used POV. No, today. that's not true. That, that, it's you absolutely said, not you true. You said it out point of view, but you've never called it POV. You never referred to it as POV. Please. Never, never, ever. even never, if you never ever. heard of it before, you learned about it when you went to the art of Halford Hitchcock making movies at Universal Studios in 1991 when it opened, and they did a whole demonstration of POV usage. I know, know what POV is. I'm simply saying you never said POV. You're, you're crazy. You're I, am not, I might be you're crazy, but I know you never said POV. You've used oh point of view. Goodness. Mo, back me up on yeah, this. No, you're correct, sir. <laughs> In this case, you are absolutely, absolutely right. I like POV Michael. to death today. Jack used it today. POV. POV everyone's POV. I'm getting older. I'm trying to be more succinct. Give me a break. <laughs> it's too I much less... effort to say point of view. Well, I got less time left to I... get everything out. <laughs> well, you ain't seen nothing yet. God, no. When, uh, uh, just saying. When Jim takes a hike next year. There's... POV. You got to get yeah, zip right uh, in there. That POV in yeah. there. Oh, actually, a lot of people know it from porn movies now that you can what? use the POV porn oh, no. and then change the direction of the camera oh, as a user. That's yeah. a thing? Yeah, they oh, do yeah, VR. Yeah. Oh, my well, way. now that you mention it, maybe that's why it's more in the top of my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> How does this happen? trivia for us? I do, Jim. Hand-selected general knowledge trivia. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Yo, your name, is that still the rule? Yeah. Okay. I got a light in my eyes here. Um, uh, what is at the corner of Broadway and 42nd Street? Moira. Uh, Times Square? Yes, ma'am. Nice. Uh, what was the first X rated animated cartoon movie? Jim, uh, who, uh, Roger Rabbit. No, sir. Oh, X rated. Uh, yeah, I thought uh, it was for a while. Oh. Uh, <laughs> because uh, what's her name fell on her keister. And, oh, uh, never no, mind. No, oh, my. Um, X rated cartoon. Cartoon. Oh, come on. You're going to kill yourself. Orange. No. I don't know. No, blank the blank. Oh, can you say these words? Yeah. Oh. 
Um, Fritz the cat. Oh. No. Oh, my God. What Chilean president, Jim, was killed in a 1973 coup d'etat? Moira. Coup d'etat. Coup d'etat. <laughs> What you call it? I said, no, I said crudite. Crudite. like crudite. <laughs> oh, crudite. Moira. Yes. Is it Pinochet? Uh, it is not. Oh damn it! What uh, what country? Uh, I I think it was Chile. Yep. I thought that was Pinochet. Or was it Argentina? No, Chile in seventy three. I thought she was right. Pino, it's not Pinochet. Uh, it's Salvador Allende. Allende. Uh, Allende. Uh, there you I go. Like to put those two L's together. Uh, who is a who is a Dagwood Bumstead's J- boss? Oh, oh, what's his who name? Was, was it Mister? Yeah, his name. Oh, yeah. He said Mister, and Michael's like, "You got it. You <laughs> well, got it." I thought it. he said I the thought, first letter I of the last had, name. No, I can't remember. But what do you think the first letter of the last I, name is? Mister B. No D. D is correct. Mr. Dun- Dunwoody. Dun- Dithers. Dithers. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sorry for your bad luck. Uh, which movie, um, which moves faster, Jim? Yes. Uh, frogs or Moira Toads? Moira Toads. Wait, who are you frogs asking this toads. question? Frogs or it's Toads? Anyone. I'm Go just ahead. Toads. Okay. Frogs. Uh, the answer is frogs. You're right, Jim. Oh. Sorry, um, what, uh, what nationality is tennis star Venus Williams? Yeah, American, isn't she? Never American? mind. We're moving on to the next one. I oh, screwed that one up big Venus. time. She <laughs> was a tennis star from Venus. No. Um, what is the longest navigable river in the world? Shim. Uh, yes. The Amazon. You're correct, sir. Nice. Uh, what's the total eclipse of the sun in Carly Simon's You're So Vain? Where is that total? Uh, uh, Where is it? Where does it occur? In your head, in your Where is that total eclipse? Anyone? Is it a place? In your head. In your head. It yeah. is a place. Uh, uh, an actual geographical place? It is, Jim. Sung yeah, in the song. Uh, okay, yeah, that's Marrakesh. Uh, it's in Canada. <laughs> Whoops. Anyone? Oh, Pinkman, Toronto. Okay. No. Montreal. No. Saskatchewan? No. I'll stick with Niagara Falls. Oh, God. Think of um, locks. Nova Bagels. Scotia. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who provided a Key Biscayne, Florida Jim. refuge for Nixon? B.B. Rebozo. You are That's correct. Good. That's a good Tell one. us what you know about B.B. What, what do I know about him? Yeah. I don't know anything about him except that he was very wealthy and he had a house on Key Biscayne, and that's where the... He loved Nixon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he wasn't mafia connected? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like he should be, don't you think? We don't want to talk about that. What if he is? Yeah, you know, okay. We, we don't want to upset those people. All right. What does the TS stand for in Elliot's name? Oh. Terrence? Thomas? Thomas Stevens. is correct. Thomas something. Thomas. Isaac. Thomas. Newton. Isaac. Scott. TS. TS. Isaac. Isaac. Isaac Stern. You are correct. Thomas Stern oh, is the answer. Oh. Yeah. Uh, at what were Miss Bradal? Maverick, Co Mio Soon, and Miss Superfest. This is in the sports category. What? Again? Say it without fun for They're all horses. What were Miss Bardal? Yeah, that's they're all horses. Maverick, Slow Mo Soon, and Miss Superfest. Yeah, they're, they're all, all uh, Kentucky Derby winners. Yeah. They're all powerboats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they okay. weren't horses they are, uh, at all. What are you up to quickly? What, what are you doing? Well, we are on the road to Fringe, Jim. Yeah, uh, road to Fringe. Our, fres- our press preview performance is Sunday, so less than a week away. Oof. We just had three days off due to terrible theme park scheduling conflicts, so mm. we're 
We got the next five days to get yeah. our act together, and it's a big deal. And I cannot stress the fringematic anymore, people. And those of you who know what Fringe is, there's 140 shows to choose from to go see at about 11 different yeah. places simultaneously. All it's difficult to if you want to go a lot, just go on the website OrlandoFringe.org, click on Fringematic, and it'll make your schedule for you in a matter of minutes. There you go. Thank you, Michael, wow. for showing up. Thanks. It's always right. fun. Thank you for Monday Movie Review. This has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Time for a check of the news, and then we'll have that regular round of closest to the pin. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A museum in Paris opened its doors to nudists in a special visit on Saturday. More like Claude Bone A, am I right? Next, officials at Heathrow Airport in London seized 50 live crocodiles on a flight from Malaysia over the weekend. I wonder what boarding group they were in. Finally, a New York City pizza place has created pizza crust ice cream. Clearly this is a declaration of war against New Jersey and their pork roll ice cream. The George Washington Bridge Holland Tunnel and Lincoln Tunnel have all been barricaded as militias prepare for the Great Ice Cream War of 2018. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app, Alexa Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Wanna play a game? Call now for closest to the pin, 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Uh, that's right. That's a uh, regular round of close that's my, uh, my justify impression. Oh. <laughs> wow, spot uh, that, on. That, that was Pretty good, huh? Dick Nixon. <laughs> no. I am not a crook. I'm justify. <laughs> All right, let's uh, tap at that regular end of closest to the pin. Playing against Victor and Patty is the backup. What's the prize? Oh, buddy. A four-pack of one-day tickets to Jazz on the Vineyard Green. Live music, wine tasting, food and wine. Again, with the wine at Lake Ridge Winery and Vineyards happening May 12th and 13th. All right. Don't whine about it. That's excellent. <laughs> Good job, Mr. Pinkman. Let's get Victor on board here because I believe he is ready to play. Hello, Victor. Hey. Ready to go? Yes, sir. Did you know that it is Teacher Appreciation Week? What? I did not. Well, guess what? Today's category, submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, is entitled Teacher, Teacher, a tribute to all hardworking teachers out there in reference to Teachers Appreciation Week, which is this week, which we even have a special uh, uh, contest going on our website. More on that a little bit later. But first, Victor, your category, five questions about teachers. Are you ready to go? I am. Okay, we're going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. On average, how many students are assigned to each teacher in the U.S.? In other words, the overall student-to-teacher ratio. 25. What percentage of teachers report having to spend their own money on school supplies for their student and classroom supplies? 65. What percentage of teachers report having second jobs outside the field of education? Uh, 33. How many hours do teachers put in each week during the school year? 
According to the National Education Association, the origin of National Teacher Day is estimated to be around 1944. It took a while, but in what year did the NEA vote to observe it on the second Tuesday of the first week in May? 1994. Time. Okay. Good job, Victor. You're going to put you on hold. Record Victor's time there. What's your vector, Victor? <laughs> I didn't understand that last one. I was a little confusing. Yeah, they approved it. Like, yeah, well, wait, where is Jim? Here he is. Oh, okay. Thanks, Brad. Well, we can tell you. So they, the origin goes back to a day, but it wasn't observed officially. Until I understand, but the way... Yeah. I'll, I'll ah, tell yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Mo, I got, I got when a, something is easy, we got to make it difficult. I have a question, that's all. I just have a question. Oh, so there's something. Okay, now i got to worry about that. See, no. now that's no. added pressure on my part. She Plus, a, I have a handicap. She was asking about the quiet place, or a quiet Shh, don't, place, don't rather. Anything. She's scared of scary movies. Mm-hmm. She did. See, now, I have a question. again, The Sixth Sense is a movie you I didn't wouldn't see. No, it's too scary. But it's suspense. It's not well, fe- gore or Hell, it's not. Uh oh! Now I'll never. That's not gore. In the kitchen, I don't remember what you're talking about. I don't remember stuff. When somebody walks across the kitchen and the Uh, half their head is not there. Stop it! I can't see that. It's not gore. That's just good makeup. All right, Jim. We have a category for you submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Teacher, teacher. A tribute to all the hardworking teachers in reference to Teacher Appreciation Week, which is this week. And we celebrate it. We have more on our website at realradio.fm. God bless Keyword him. teachers. However, teacher, teacher is your category. Are you ready to go? Sure. Why not? Reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. On average, how many students are assigned to each teacher in the U.S.? In other words, the overall student-to-teacher ratio. 25. What percentage of teachers report having to spend their own money on school supplies for their student and classrooms supplies? 70%. What percentage of teachers report having second jobs outside the field of education? 40%. How many hours do teachers put in each week during the school year? 50. According to the National Education Association, the origin of National Teacher Day is estimated to be around 1944. It took a while, but in what year did the NEA vote to observe it on the second Tuesday of the first week in May? Time. I see what you're saying, Mo. The second Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday of, the of the first, first week month, in May. It's like, what? Yeah. There is no day wait, like that. Wait, the second Tuesday of, of the, the first, first week, week in, May. in May. It doesn't mean that. It's yeah. like, that I'm sorry. Yeah. I noticed it when you said it the first Doesn't time. matter. I'm just throwing a year out there. I'll okay, fine. looking for a year. You're right. That's fine. And that's all, all you We're had to beat do. beat the clock. Beat the clock. Yeah. That's a different game. And we had to give deliver your questions the same way as we delivered them to Victor, your opponent. Yep. Yeah, bro. Mo likes to stir the pot in the middle of the game as no. you're strolling back. Maybe, in Jim, if you got the to game. the studio a little quicker and a little less uh, lackadaisical approach to returning to your chair, Mo would have less time to destroy the show. Yeah. I'm working on my guitar chords, thank I you. I see. <laughs> How's that Which one? Not too bad, as a matter of fact. All right, Jim, I recorded your... those harmonica guys come in. <laughs> you better find something to play. Uh, we have. I added five seconds of your time, Jim. That's your handicap. I'm in there all the time. I'm in there do, every, Monday through Monday through Thursday. You know, right? Yeah, one minute at a time, rehearsing. You don't know what I'm doing at home. That's true. What are you doing at home? You have a guitar at home? 
Do you have I don't have to answer any questions. I was ready for that to be your business. Yeah, I don't, have to, I don't yeah. have to answer any questions. Well, you answered the five questions you have to answer today, and let's grade them, shall we? Teacher, teacher, thank you, Brad, for the category, and thank you to all the hardworking teachers out that's, there. That's off to them. Yeah, we have our uh, teacher thankathon on our website. More on that later. And but make a first, donation to a Gifford Teaching, great organization. Absolutely. That's an excellent way. If Wonderful. we do it enough, they'll bring us a cake. That's what I look for. No, no, to. no. They're bringing you a cake. <laughs> Hell, well, they, they don't. Do. Every year they bring us a cake. They bring you a big pencil. I know that. No, the cake, cupcakes. No, last year was a cupcake cake, which I think is genius. You're the guys that do all the work, and then they bring me a cake. Yeah. Yeah. 56 million students. Yeah. What is the overall national uh, student-to-teacher ratio? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, when you average it all together, what is it? Victor said... They both said 25. Oh, one. the answer is 16 to 1. Mm-hmm. So a little better than that, but they each get a point. Oh, it's right. still tied. So to 1 to 1. All one right. To one to one. Now, this is why a gift for teaching exists. What percentage of teachers report having to spend their own money on school supplies mm-hmm. for their student and classroom supplies? They were close on this one, too. Victor, Victor said, said 65. Ooh. Jim? 70. Yeah, how about 92%? Mm-hmm. Jim gets that point. He now leads 2 to That's 1. That's not right. No, it's and not. It's true, though. Forcing some teachers having to get second jobs outside the field of education. What percentage do that? Yeah. Victor said? 33% have Jim? second jobs outside of education. Jim? 40. This says 20%. Mm-hmm. Victor ties the game. Yeah, they might tutor, which is yeah. inside the world of education. So. Aha! Yeah, see what I mean? Uh-huh. Two to yeah. go? Uh-huh. Yeah. With it's only tied up. 23 minutes of lunch and personal time during the day, Ugh. how many hours do teachers put in each week during the school year? Yikes. Victor said? 40. Jim? 50. 53. Jim gets the point. Now leads by one. Uh-huh. Now we get to this. You better get it right on the money, Victor. Otherwise, you're screwed. This fifth Sunday oh, in oh. the first Tuesday of the second week of May. That was a look. According to the NEA, although watch this. the origins date back to 1944, Uh-oh. when did the NEA vote to observe yeah. on the second Tuesday? Let's call it in May. There we go. Second Tuesday in May is National Teacher Appreciation Week. Mm-hmm. Victor said. In 1994, this came to be. <laughs> Jim Phillips said. 84. The year? Uh-huh. 1985. Jim oh, gets a point. Jim wins Sorry about that, Victor, but you go up against the best. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will whoop them. I can't lose. <laughs> I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. That's pin, tough work, teaching. It is, yeah, Jim. That's why, as a thank you for Teacher Appreciation Week... Yeah. We are giving listeners a chance to nominate their kid's teacher. You go to the website, realradio.fm slash teachers, and nominate your kid's teacher wow. to win a $50 Tijuana Flats Bucks to enjoy the new Megawana menu at Tijuana Flats. Oh, yeah. Nominate your kid's teacher today, realradio.fm slash teacher. You all caught up with Westworld? I am. What do you think? I watched two episodes last night, uh, liked it better than the first. Now I feel like I'm into it again. The first one, it was just like trying to put all the pieces together, and it wasn't adding up. Now I see what's happening, and it, basically it's chaos, mm. which is why that first episode was hard to kind of figure out everything. But you got all these different factions happening, and I'm very much more interested in now after the third episode. 
I enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed the second episode. Yeah. Last night's episode, I was not terribly fond of. I think there's... And it just seems to me, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm overplaying mm. this, but, you know, can finally just... I mean, this is, a, this is a... I mean, the whole idea about sentient robots, I mean, artificial intelligence and human beings creating something that could have more feelings and intelligence than us in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great theme, but I'm just wondering sometimes, is it, so, is, can, can we put something together maybe without machine guns? Do we always have to have a machine gun? It, I thought it was a little overplayed mm. last night. Yeah. That's all. Well, when it comes you got, that- you got 20 guys with machine guns uh-huh. going up. I don't want to give too much away. Going up against guys with uh, cap and ball rifles, and it just it just seems a little bit too out there. When when I think the theme of it all is terrific, the narrative, mm-hmm. so to speak. I think it's a terrific theme, but I watch it. But I'm, not, I'm not as enthused about it. I love the first season. I really I really love the first season. First episode this this uh, season, I was like, what the, you know? Second, I said, okay, back into it. Then last night, I was like, eh, I don't know. No. Now you have to wonder whether Dolores is really, you You're know, always the, like that at the beginning of any show. No, no. <laughs> you no. are totally. I I'm am, sorry. You totally I am you. not. Oh, my goodness gracious, please. That documentary, that fake documentary, it was in it right from the get-go that nobody watched. Yeah. That I recommend. It could be Breaking Bad. It could have been Mad Men. It could have been any series that goes over five or six, you know, seasons. But the episodes, when you start, the first one or two, you poo poo it. Yes, it's What did I say about Miami Vice? Oh, my God. What did I say when Miami (laughs) Vice first came on? Remember? No, I don't. Remember, guys, what I said about Miami Vice? What did you say about it? I said, this is absolutely terrific. Oh, that's right. And then you poo poo it so we don't watch it. And you say, well, now it's really good. I'm episode five now. Well, you don't watch any of it. I have I I don't watch, watch nearly as night? much TV. I did no, watch I recorded sixty them. minutes. You did? I turned it off and then turned it back on. Because mm. I watched the first piece and then the one about the orphans. I'm like, didn't you get pissed off at that first piece? What? There's no reason in the world that this kind of stuff ought to be oh, happening. Yeah, I wanted about to throw the drug. What, yeah. what was the city that's in? Uh, uh, yeah. Rockford. Illinois. Illinois, Illinois, Rockford, Illinois. Rockford, yeah. Illinois. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you ought to, you know, if you haven't seen it, if you can see it, Rockford, Illinois, essentially uh, had its own. They didn't have a, a an insurance company for the city. Self insured, essentially yeah. covering mm-hmm. their medical expenses yeah, through yeah, yeah. Uh, through revenue coming into the city. <clears throat> and uh, there were there were uh, employees in the city that were utilizing that system. And they and uh, they had there were two babies in that were uh, babies of city employees, and they had I can't remember the name of the condition, but they had spasms as babies. And there's a drug out there; it's been around since 1954. This drug mm-hmm. and it works. Oh, and uh, and it was selling for forty dollars a vial, and then the company bought a company and i think another company bought it and they in the process jacked up the price to what was it $40,000 a vial yeah, yeah it, it went was from $40 obscene. a vial oh, to $40,000 a vial well the city has to cover those costs right so the city is is going i mean they're going you know belly up revenue wise and it took the mayor 2 years to track down essentially what is going on here and why does the this this particular drug that's been around since 1954 work 
that works. And why did it go from $40 a vial to $40,000 a vial? Essentially tracked it down. And then they, they also discovered that, uh, that the com- the com- this company that was producing this particular drug began to sell it for a whole bunch of other... Well, what was, in the beginning, they were selling it for all manner of afflictions, from mm-hmm. rheumatoid arthritis to this particular problem that babies were having with spasms. But essentially, yeah. came along, they figured out, this doesn't work for anything but for, for these babies, who, babies have who have these spasms. But they kept selling it and kept pushing it on the doctors, and the doctors kept pushing it out as well. It's just a racket. It's yeah. just just a gigantic racket. Then there's a company out there. Correct me where I'm off base on this, Jack. Yeah. They're hired to try to negotiate lower drug prices. Yes. So the city uses this company to try to keep a lid on drug prices. Well, the company's in bed with the pharmaceutical industry. The company also is in the business of distributing these drugs. It's a big, gigantic racket. I'm just sitting there saying, how does this happen in the United States? <laughs> yeah, you're not, by law, not allowed to negotiate directly with Medicare. the drug manufacturers. Right. Yeah. So the government they, cannot yeah. negotiate Medicare drug prices. Right. So they need to, to use one law. of these middle companies. But this middle company has def- a bunch of different other companies associated Correct. with it that actually benefit when drug prices are high. It's a company yeah. I never heard of, and I think yeah. the mayor said, or the, the lawyer, because they're suing him, said this is the what the seventh or the twelfth largest company in the United bigger States. Bigger than Home Depot, bigger than Spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> it's a huge company. But also, you can go to Canada and get the and get this probably still for forty dollars a vial. But in the United States, it's forty thousand yeah. dollars a vial. It doesn't. And the and that company, there was one other company making the same drug. They bought the company and then took that product off the market, so they'd be right. the only one. So the question, price it's a money grab. Yeah. yeah. So there are a couple of other drugs that work just as well. So the company buys, and then they say, "Okay, we'll buy our competitor, and then take those other drugs mm-hmm. off the market." So the only thing you can do is buy the forty thousand dollar a vial medicine. You're stuck. Yeah. It's, to the tune this, of this is going to break someday. One I, year, yeah, because that's, this this whole thing will break. It costs Medicare a half a billion dollars a year for this drug. Half a billion. I don't. I, I don't because they that. just oh, let's jack up the price because we can. Well, you have to understand. We can't talk about it right now because this case is under uh, litigation. But you have to understand, we operate in a capitalist system, and our responsibility really is not to patients or the ill or the infirm or the sick. Our responsibility, of course, is to the shareholders. Yeah, what a mm. bunch of BS. Ah. It's the, I mean, come, in this day, in, this system will break down sooner or later. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, I happen to believe people will say, enough, we can't handle this anymore. People are declaring personal bankruptcy. They work all their lives to put money aside so they have a somewhat comfortable retirement. And all of a sudden, they're selling everything that they have and going back bankrupt and selling their homes to mm. take care of somebody because they have to pay $40,000 a vial for medicine that they need when normally it would sell for forty. You know, there's enough at the buffet for everyone to eat except the people at front keep taking all the food. Tell me, what are you looking at, Mo? How almost looking at... Fringe. Michael told me how to get it. I don't even f- can't figure it out. Great, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's some new high tech way of picking your shows, but I don't. Know. Well, they Same. spend all their money on their new high tech way. They don't spend it on a, a radio advertising. Yeah, spend some. Come on, throw some our way. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs>
chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Little stop for a Monday. Every Monday at this time, Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life, drops by. We chit-chat sometimes about the law. We like to focus on that from time to time. Things he's watching movie-wise, which are usually uh, B-rated movies, I like B-rated movies. And, um, and uh, things we're watching on TV as well. He's a big fan of Westworld. You know, I think of that Rudy Giuliani. Let's get down to the brass tacks. What part of it? Disaster. I mean, too much talking, too many interviews. A lot of it's it's rare that doing to doing those interviews and and making a case in the media works out well for your client historically. For a lot of pundits, say he's a little bit he's flipping out a little bit. There's, he's not the same Rudy Giuliani that they used to know. It, like like it's an age thing, or well, maybe he's kinda, not as focused. Yeah, it's just not. But he's all, always been a little bit, even when he was a U.S. attorney, when he's the mayor. Yeah, and I then mean, he really started going off the edge when it was you know campaigns. making money off of nine eleven. He did. I mean, every time you turned around, he you know wherever he was, he'd have to mention nine eleven. You know, America's mayor and all right. that BS. I, I, I mean, if anybody's got the chops to, to do it, it's him. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got the he's got the pedigree. He's got the background. He's got the background as a prosecutor in that office. If anybody's got the pedigree to do it, I just don't know that the interviews have really done a service to his client. Yeah, you got to keep the edge, don't you think? If you're a prosecutor, he hasn't been a prosecutor in how many years? Mm-hmm. That's he's true. Up against guys, I mean, they're cutting their you know, cutting their teeth. Every I've got to imagine day. it's more of an emeritus role rather than dictating the day to day strategy. If that makes a sense, uh, if that makes sense, I imagine him more dictating kind of the overall big picture strategy than the day to day. People on the West Wing, they have no clue what's going on. They, you know, all of a sudden he pops on TV and there he is, you know, you know, flapping his gums. And people on the West Wing are saying, "What the heck?" The chief of staff doesn't even know. But that's been a, a little bit of a theme: is they <laughs> they need a cohesive communication mm-hmm. strategy so that everybody's on point for their messaging because what happens well, they is don't. you get exactly and that and you get conflict in the messaging and it just isn't a good look. No. No. And even optics wise, if you're going to be out there speaking Republican Democrat or otherwise, mm-hmm. you need to look, I mean you need to set up and you need to be focused and you, you know he slouches back and he's you know and he's got this thing where he rub, have you seen it he rubs his tongue uh, like he's picking food out of his Either teeth. That or, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He rubs his tongue across his bottom, bottom teeth. teeth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you're representing the president of the United States. And it's so nonchalant. You know, he has $130,000. Mm-hmm. You know, well, Maybe that's just a reflection yeah, of throw, his comfort in interviews, frankly. Yeah, we, you know, we throw uh, Jared. You know, he's a man. And just you know, He's disposable. But, you know, if anybody started, if Mueller started uh, focusing on Ivanka, you know, they turn on him. What, yeah. what, what are you mm-hmm. even talking about? What she gets a what? Ivanka Trump gets a pass. That's what Ivanka saw. Trump was was in the middle of all this from the get go. She was on the plane during the memo. She was uh, she knew True. about the meeting. You know, Trump Tower. She doesn't get a pass because what? She's Donald Trump's daughter. Who would even think about that? Mm-hmm. I think he means public perception wise that she may be. Why is she sacred? Untouchable? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I, I'm not saying that. I think that's his position. Well, that's just foolishness. I don't think anybody's, <laughs> frankly, nobody's untouchable. There's nobody in this country that is untouchable. Tom Hanks, 
the world could turn on him tomorrow if 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 uh, you know accusers came out on under Me Too and suddenly it came to light that he had the sordid history and background. Tom Hanks, America's dad, that you know because it happened Beloved to America's actor. other dad, but it happened to Bill Cosby. You know, well, nobody's untouchable in this country. I'm sorry, and I continue to say this, and I've said it every you know all the time since I've been on the air. You just don't know anything about anybody. You just don't know what's once the once they're behind closed doors, once they're in the, in their in the safety of their own home, so to speak. You don't know anything about them. We have these. We have you mean these public perce- figures, of course. Well, we have these perceptions of how people are. We see them on talk shows, or we see them as you know the lead on a on a popular TV program, and we actually begin to believe that these people are like that. We don't know any, but we don't know anything about anybody. No, because it's a public persona, and what people, and that's frankly that can be difficult for people because they develop a public persona, and then you know people get up close and they realize, hey, these are human beings. Subject to all the frailties and Correct. You know, errors that human beings make, and it can be shattering because it is the complete opposite. Nobody can meet those expectations of 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 what can be established for public figures. Yeah. So, what do you think of Westworld <laughs> so far? I, I'm kind of with you, by the way. I, I didn't like last night's episode. I thought at all. it was all right. I thought it's a little bit. I mean, what's next? I mean, it it, it, seems it was like to the me, stretch episode. It's gravitating. You know, still in, uh, still in the Game of Thrones thing, even though I think Game of Thrones has a lot more intrigue, even though I don't watch it anymore, but what, when I did watch it, has a lot more intrigue than this does. And I think this program, the narrative could be a lot more intriguing. But when you start, you know, you pull out the machine guns and then you pull it, it's not necessary. This episode I don't know was why the, this is necessary. This episode was like the seventh inning stretch. That's what it was to me. It was a setup for maybe, hopefully, a really good fourth episode. You know what I mean? Because I was with you. I thought the first episode was good. I thought the second episode was great. I thought last night's episode was all right. I kind of got it. I did like, and I wonder if they planned it this way. They couldn't have because when they were filming was probably, you know, a while ago. It's odd how much it mimics the Facebook fiasco. Meaning? Meaning, you know, one of the themes in the show, of course, is that, you know, this company's purpose may be not necessarily providing data enter- mining. entertainment but yeah. it's really data mining yeah. and it's yeah. just it's either amazingly timely and kind of like you know uh, an incredible eye to the future or, or or it was filmed a lot more recently than it looks like well now we're seeing other quote if you want to call them theme parks because we have Westworld, yeah and then i guess ninja world and then we have british her majesty Victorian india, india? Colonial India. So basically. I was thinking about Safari this last world, night. If you're like. if you're gonna say, okay, here's here's the world that I want to go to, what would it be? Not one that we. I mean, you could pick any of those three, but is there another one? So, oh, geez, I'd really like to be able to go back into that particular world. Would you pick? What were you thinking about? I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of other worlds, and I haven't quite. I know because what in Westworld, you know, your black hat, white hat, and I think most people, human beings, who would go into Westworld. So they know what they're getting into, so they can they can justify their own sense of morality. And I think most human beings going into a Westworld environment would be a black hat type of person. It wouldn't be any fun being a well. I well, guess you I mean, could it's be a white hat and have fun. It's that idea shooting the bad guys. It's that idea of you know playing a different role, or maybe it's that idea of you have absolute power. And how how does it? Most people get corrupted by that opportunity, right? I mean. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. And effectively, going into that world, you have absolute power, it, meaning if power is measured by the ability to exercise life and death decisions over people, 
or you know hosts you have that ability are human beings going to be able to kill robots that robots that have more might have more feeling and more intelligence than human beings we might be forced to hmm. yeah i think so uh, dolores she knows how to ride a horse that's one of the things i'm impressed about this because whenever evan rachel wood you mean huh evan rachel wood the actress. Yeah, dolores yeah. yeah because anytime there's horseback riding you know i, I like to see if they're handling the. She's good coach. Good. She's good. She knows how to ride, and that's not a double. The best part. I don't think that's a double. I think that's her. The best part is you don't have to pick like a world. You could go to a few different ones. Well, like you, you could go to medieval medieval world if you wanted to. I guess I guess you could. Yeah. Or I'm sure they must have like a futuristic fantasy world or something. There's no telling what kind. I mean, you let the gears turn. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's no accountability. At all, you don't yeah. pay. A, you don't pay a price. But I thought that for I, your, but could be your ill behavior. It, I in Westworld where it's a white hat, black hat choice. You know, you you figure you're gonna find yourself in a situation where you're challenging other people. In what I call Safari World, the one in India where they're on a safari, you could go there and just hunt animals. You could and therefore it would be. You know, uh, you'd be on a higher moral plane because you're not killing real animals. You're just, you know, you're hunting robots. I mean, they're doing more than mining data, by the way. They're mining DNA. I mean, that's what they're Except gathering. Except that we've come to understand that the robots in Westworld essentially may be, be more developed than the human beings themselves. Well, I, so then we question about whether the animals in yeah. in might be able to develop those human beings. Are, are further developed than what we might yeah. consider to be a lower form of life. Hypothetically, they have the same underlying foundation. Right. They just have a, a lower setting on cognitive abilities, and right? And whether it's a animals. machine or whether it's a real animal, nobody's outrunning a tiger. No, that's a machine. <laughs> and they should be made. A tiger. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, either way. All right, let me take a little break. Stephen Kramer is our guest, attorney at law. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 Phillips File for this Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney of laws with us. What else is going on in your world? Well, you had a migraine headache last week, didn't you? I was out. Out of commission last week. How many week. of those do you get in a year? Not many. Haven't had one like I that in a couple years. I've got one a year. Yeah, that was You're bad. down and out. It's not it's the work. Bad? I've well, never yeah, had it's one. just not. What about your Botox? What about Botox? Who's? They say Botox is good for clearing, uh, uh, for fixing migraines. I, 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 like that. I like that idea. That's a good excuse. I'll try that sometime. Yeah. Mm. But, I, I mean, once a year kind of thing. I was but almost I here, man. I was almost here. people would. With migraines, there's nothing. You know, I've heard just thousand different. Cold room, quiet. Yeah, just... do this, do that. And usually, it's just you get sick to your stomach, and mm. yeah, it was bad. Ugh. You got Go me. Uh, you got me on the instant pot kick. Instant pot kick. Tell me oh, more. Pot. So <laughs> we've now been uh, wow. We've been experimenting <laughs> on this thing. Pat Clark, the instant pot. <laughs> we've been experimenting this thing. I think I found out the mystery, the riddle, the solution to the instant pot. 
And there are some things that it works great for and some things that it doesn't. I agree. But any meat, any type of food that you would long cook, like a brisket that I might uh-huh. smoke yeah, yeah. or like pulled pork is perfect. You got the Instapot, Instapot, or yep. a facsimile? The real deal. Yeah. I got the real deal one. So last night I made ribs. Normally it'd take me, you know, six hours of my egg to do it. And granted, it would be smoky and delicious. I did them in Instant Pot, mm-hmm. 25 minutes. Fall and they off still the tasted bone. good? Fall off really? the bone. Amazing. Huh. Yeah. Amazing. 25 minutes for fall off the bone ribs. Hmm. I did them in a little beer. You ever do that? What? Beer, like your ribs, you know, cook them in beer. I don't eat ribs. Oh, well. <gasps> if you did. I don't eat meat. No more meat? No, Stephen. I haven't eaten meat I in a year and a half. Chicken, though. Chicken. All right, that's still meat. Need that's to get an Instant Pot, Instant Pot Indian Food Cookbook. I'll get one for you. You like Indian food? I do. I do. I that the one I didn't know about. Is that? Oh, here we go. No, it's really good. Here we go. It is really good. Wait, what's chicken? Butter it's called butter oh, chicken. Oh yeah, I've had butter now, chicken. Now if you're making butter chicken, you know, and you're it takes forever to make butter chicken. Mm-hmm. But if with an instant pot, and this is not a commercial. An instant pot, but you just I mean it's, it doesn't didn't take they any recall time at all. Some of those? What? Didn't they have an instant pot recall? Get out Don't of tell here. Tell me that. What oh, are you doing? What are you doing? I could see a chicken fricassee being good. Well, they're not advertising them. Like a uh, French that. style, you ever had that? They don't need to advertise. It's all <laughs> word of mouth. What's that? Chicken fricassee would yeah, be good. I, I, I don't know. I would see that being pretty okay. good. Yeah, well, that makes sense that you're not they, eating beef, you're eating Indian food. They recalled a specific model um, for Fire Hazard. One of its multi-cooker models after the company received 107 reports of a defect that can cause the product to wow. overheat and melt. I thought there was only one model. Oh, no, Jim. Different sizes, maybe? I don't know. Oh, or maybe no. it's a different edition of it. But I'm I'm digging it. Yeah, maybe. Is it the Instant Pot, Instant Pot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it does no. not do yes. that well. Yeah, where it does where not is do it the Insty Pot? No, Instant That's different. Pot with instant a, pot. the O in Pot is red. Where it does not do so well mm. is on meals that wouldn't take hours to make. You know, stuff that you could make in I a agree. normal pot. I don't, I don't think it shines there. No, but it's magic on things that would take forever. It is magical. It is amazing. What's going on in the world of law? Anything that Charlie Rose getting sued? This is a big deal. Here we go. Charlie Rose, the former PBS uh, television talk host, host of CBS this morning, talked to, interviewed everybody in the world, exactly anchor of CBS this morning or whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. and uh, accused by many, many, many women of sexual harassment Mm -hmm. over the years. I heard that he was trying to put together a television program where he was interviewing those men, whether whether they were accused rightly or wrongly, and and talking to them about the Me Too movement and all that kind of stuff. And then more of this popped up, and I think he just he's finished. He probably has the personal finance, and I don't know if he has the wherewithal to do a program like that. Still, I don't know who distributed it. I don't know either. But you know, I'm sure he has the the ability to finance that. I mean, this is pretty serious. What's been interesting is so far what we've seen are, you know, a lot of allegations in the world, not with Charlie Rose, just in general. We've seen a lot of allegations. Yeah. You know, we've seen a lot of uh, claims, some of them, some of them more recent, some of them, you know, going back for years, of course, with all kinds of people out there ranging from, you know, allegations of rape to, you know, to, to less severe allegations like harassment. Mm -hmm. And, but this is really the first civil lawsuit we've seen. Now, of course, you know, Bill Cosby was convicted in the, the rape case that he was dealing with. And 
So we've seen criminal consequences, but this is the first civil. Easier to prove in a civil court than in a criminal court. Am I correct? It is a, in a lower standard of proof. Okay. So that does make it easier. So is it, uh, a, I don't want to call it a class action, but are there a group of women who've, or I is believe it one it woman is who's filed a civil lawsuit against Charlie Rose? Three ex-employees, and they are, they're relatively recent. I mean, these are, these are from as recently as 2015, 2016. Ooh, come on, Charlie. Really? Keep in your pants. What are you doing? But he wants to see that. They don't want to see it when you're 30, and they still really don't want to see it at a man your age. Well, and basically, I think one of the claims was that he wanted two of the women to sleep with each other. Oh, Charlie. That he that he, he was choosing one of them because she was tall. These are the claims. Just keep that, that stuff in your... you, you got to have your own little fantasy world. That he would caress them and would ah, kiss them on the cheek, and no. that he would boast about his sexual conquest. Good, good night, nurse. That he'd walk around his house naked, essentially. <laughs> I heard that one. Yeah. And that he let them know he that they worked for Charlie Rose. No. That he was the boss. No. Well, and that apparently was... Stop it. That was his MO, essentially, is that they might intern for him at CBS, Mm -hmm. but that he would move them to a position under his his PBS or under his personal production company, and they would become... Kind of his. Yeah, well, from what I read, then he'd have, you know, interns or people he just hired, you know, making sure that they went to his house wherever it was on Long Island. I think he has a, a farm in Virginia and that kind of stuff. And, well, you need to do, uh, you know, that's where I'm going to be, so you need to do your work there. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and then he'd come out of Ew. the shower with nothing on or Golly. a bath jacket or whatever. Oh, bath jacket. So. Terry Clough. Cut it's it Terry out. Clough, okay, though. that's nasty. Of, of course, hey, Nick, on, Stop it. The nope. Academy just booted out two of its members, one of them being Roman Polanski. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, you know, many people are saying is a long time coming. There'd been this, yeah, the question, is there hypocrisy there? You know, we're right. criticizing, you know, the these, these unverified accusations. We've got somebody who's admittedly, you know, a, I guess a child rapist, essentially. And, you know... It gets a standing ovation, and yeah, I think I there's been a criticism there. Be, I wanted to be like Charlie you Rose. You always I said that. That was that. your idol of the well, whole thing. Well, I thought, ah. my idol, I just thought he was a very no. good interviewer for the most part. And he talked to everybody, anybody, you know, whether they're in politics or in movies or mm-hmm. the arts. He talked to everybody. He was a very good interview. Every once in a while, you know, like me or anybody else, you know, they start yakking. It's your, that mind inside of this, your brain says, okay, time to shut up. Mm-hmm. Just Let me shut ask up a little you, bit. Is, is there still separating art from the individual. I can. Does it still apply? Nope. I, I can, can for the most part, yes. So I with, think that despicable people can create great art. So uh, does that apply for a journalist? I mean, does it apply for Charlie Rose? Should he still be able to make his art or, or his create? That's a good question. Create? Because, I mean, well, many quite, people with Woody Allen for a long time have kind of held their breath and said, I love his movies. I love what he does. I don't like the accusations that were leveled against him or how he handled his divorce. Yeah, but I can see a Woody Allen movie and appreciate the Woody Allen movie and like it a lot. Uh, But that's, is that because? I think he's a despicable person. I I don't connect the two necessarily. I mean, and it's. So if it came out now, would that be the case? But it's all in, it's all in context. Everything is in context. I mean, it's, you know, how you view something, you know, Bill Cosby, for whatever reason, let's say he had a uh, comedy series, you know, that was supposed to be released this fall. Mm-hmm. Well, I would, no, I don't, would, I'm, yeah. I might watch one out of curiosity because of his trials and tribulations, but overall, I said, no, I'm not interested in that, knowing what he did, but I can I appreciate what he did? 
When I didn't know what he was, yeah, I think, yeah, I can. I can look at a painting. But if later on I find that the painter was an anti-Semite or, mm-hmm. I mean, if we, if we start investigating, certainly prior to a particular years about the backgrounds of great artists, whether they're writers or painters or performers, we wouldn't be viewing any art. Of course, that's contextual for the time. I mean, exactly. You know, the, the norm in well, 1850 is a lot different than now. Exactly. You have to take that into account as well. It's that's context. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of a. It's an interesting but question. What you know, it, now how could you? How could you still put your? You know, your your feet or your wallet really speak for you. So if you're going to walk to that, you know, if you're going to walk the walk and support that artist that mm-hmm. you now know is somebody different or does something against your moral and ethical fiber. You know, so what's changed now? What's changed, you know, when Woody Allen and Roman Polanski, you know, in 19, in the 1990s were thriving in their careers and people still, you know, said, well, I appreciate the art and I can separate the art from the individual. What's changed about, you know, somebody like them versus somebody like Kevin Spacey? To, what do you think? Well, the question then is, do you have an obligation, no matter what the art is, to investigate the artist to determine whether you even want to take the the time to either view, listen, or whatever the case mm-hmm. might be as it relates to their art. There's nothing you can do about Wagner. Wagner is a an, known anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, but can you? I mean, can you? But can you put your earphones on and and appreciate the music? I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, provided not, the art not, is it doesn't have the agenda within the art, of course. Yeah, of course, certainly, of course. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm able to separate the two. But one, there's also a difference between somebody who's dead mm-hmm. and someone who's alive, someone That's in true. the past and someone who's contemporary, or somebody so, who might have been progressive or, or, um, you know, acted appropriate for their generation, their or their historical context versus somebody who is out, out of out of bounds of norms and mores in our mm-hmm. society in our world today. I think it's all in uh, it's all in context. So I, I wonder what that means for some of these people that have been accused, whether they will have a future or not. I think somebody like Charlie Rose is done. I think, you know, somebody like Harvey Weinstein's done. You know, what remains to be seen is people like, you know, Garrison Keeler, which, you know, he's at the end of his career. But you know, Jeffrey Tambor, for instance, you know, has He's some, deny, deny, deny. Even yesterday came out and said, I didn't well, he, do it. He's going to be in Arrested Development I'm season five. What, yeah. I always have the question about, you know, the, a resurrection of a career. A resurrection of of someone's character, and whether hey, this is just the way that they are, and I don't care what whatever they say, or whatever they do, I mm-hmm. know what they've done. That Mel Gibson's a good that example. Way, or can you, or are people capable where you can look at them and say, I think they've, I think they've, you know, either paid their penance, or paid their debt, or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. I mean, can a Kevin Spacey now now knowing? I think it's safe to say Kevin Spacey is a well-appreciated artist in the film industry and on, and on the stage. I don't think there's any question about that. But now knowing, I mean, in context, now knowing what Kevin Spacey was up to, I'm not too interested in watching Kevin Spacey right now at anything, even with some of the great movies that he was in. Um, and is there any ability on the part of Kevin Spacey, you know, to, to make any kind of comeback? Not necessarily, 
as an artist, but as a human being. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I'm, some, I'm sometimes mm-hmm. fascinated by that kind of stuff. I mean, I've wrestled personally with Mel Gibson for a long time. I mean, I, I loved Mad Max. I thought Legal, Lethal Weapon was a, you know, right. they were good movies. You know, Richard Donner movies, great movies. And, you know, the, the only thing I could do in my own mind was try to separate the art from the artist or say, you know, maybe this, maybe this guy wasn't like this at this point in time and he'd been poisoned by you know, alcohol and experiences in life and his mind had been twisted. Well, we can also rationalize things because we love the artists so much or we yeah. love their work. All of a sudden we'll give them a little bit of a little bit of a pass. When, yeah. And that's all in context as well. I don't know whether the worst comes. I don't know whether the real person comes out when they're drunk in the case of Mel mm-hmm. Gibson. You know, when he had this, when he was saying these awful anti-Semitic things with the Racist, police officer, everything. Yeah, whether yeah. when someone drinks, whether, oh, that's the real person or is that somebody else? I don't know the answer to that question either. Yeah. Well, and if you, of course, he had his, you know, physical abuse issues allegedly with his uh, his girlfriend, I guess. At the that's time. true, too. Yeah. And, there. And, and I think, you know, he was kind of banished from Hollywood, essentially, at, uh, until recently. Look at, uh, what's his name from Saturday Night Live, who's playing... Um, Louis uh, C.K.? No, no, no. Alec no. Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Who said those awful, terrible things in the telephone call to his daughter. Right. Remember that? I do. But we're watching Saturday He's Night Live, <laughs> and, and we're... we're, we're Loving him. We're yeah. loving him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the same... Uh, but he keeps know. on saying things that are, you know, bad or so, inappropriate. I mean, the question is, who are we giving a pass to? Who are we not giving a pass and to? And why? We give somebody a little bit of a pass, but exactly. I wonder. I mean, I think some of these people will come back. They will rehabilitate their careers. Some of them, you know, when you're at the end of your career and you're close to retirement and you get an accusation yeah. from, you know, decades ago, I'm not sure that they have that time span or lifespan to do it. All right, Stephen Kramer. Uh, yes, go ahead. Uh, Jim, I just want to recap on the uh, instant pot yes. recall. It was a specific recall. It's the oval version that was sold exclusively at Walmart, and they have a batch code that's on the number. Uh, a number on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So if uh, you can look that up online, if uh, if anyone bought one at Walmart, you can check to see if your Instant Pot was involved in that recall. Spacey, okay. make a comeback, you think? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, don't know. I, don't know. I don't know how we could. I'm looking forward to those Indian recipes, though, on the Instant Pot, on a totally different note. Mm. That's good. You gotta take I got that, a good gotta, Cuban you... book from somebody. That's true. You like that Cuban book. You got me a hell of a Cuban book. What Cuban book? My Cuban Kitchen. Did I get you that yes, book? Yes, you got that for me. That's out of print time. now. I know. I got it. That recipe, <laughs> those recipes in that book, you do not tinker with at all. No. Follow it They're step good. by step. Have you made anything? Yeah. Picadillo. Picadillo. Amazing. Picadillo oh, is the best. All that food in that cookbook, I'm telling you the again. The fast black beans? You just follow that recipe. Arroz con pollo. All right, Stephen Kramer, thank you. Thank you. Be interesting to see what your take is on Westworld next week. Let's see. I don't see. I don't know. I got a good one. I didn't tell you that one of my big theories I'll tell you next week. After they do two episodes, and according to Stephen, we get a seventh inning stretch. It's the third episode. They got to pace that thing. You know, (laughs) a lot of stuff, then a little. Set up. Yeah. Yeah, Setting up for that long story arc. Yeah, exactly. My wife said she'd like to go to French Foreign Legion World. Oh, oh, interesting. Like Beaugest. Now, see, that's a great black and white movie as well. It's no A Quiet Place. <laughs> you haven't even seen it. Who's in By it? By the way. Beaugest? Yeah, Beaugest. The original Beaugest. Uh, Clark with, Gable. Uh, Sergeant Karpov. Oh, oh, I look oh, good oh, movies, oh, by oh, the way. 
I think I got everybody beat here on Fellini or Bergman. You mean the one with Gary Cooper? The FI list? Yeah, that one. He was Ray- an Imbogest. Yes, he was. So <laughs> was Ray Milan. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> this is no longer about you. That's all right. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Kramer, Attorney Law. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Police in Ohio have arrested a man who broke into someone's home and fell asleep on their couch. Sounds like he partied too hard on Cinco de Mayo and forgot where his house is. Next, a Colorado woman has been cited by police after heating up her urine in a 7-Eleven microwave went really wrong. The urine that she was going to use for a drug test exploded while microwaving it. Urine trouble now, lady. Finally, a study shows that the average American takes less vacation time than medieval peasants. It must have been nice to summer in mortar. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to the guy that ate 30,000 Big Macs at realradio.fm. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From- You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Under my- Pinkman and his uh, fiance intended have decided on a wedding venue. We're not going to ask where, but was it just? Uh, would you say, okay, baby, come on, let's settle this. I'm getting tired of looking around. Let's get this done. Mm. Or was it uh, the other way around? Yeah, uh, you got her under your thumb, or what? Mm. Where's the pants in yes. family? Oh boy, here we, we both wear pants on occasion. Um, this was a, we were about to sign a contract for another venue, and then mm-hmm. I was like, let's go look at this one anyway, blah, blah, blah. Hey, look at this. And then she was like, oh my god, I love it. And then we, <laughs> uh, signed on that one, so. Well, that's good. Oh, yeah, bro. Uh, you have to wear, so you got the throw pillows out of the way. Oh, yeah, you we got, got the wedding ones. venue, uh, out of the way. There we go. Uh, what else do you have to worry about now? I have to pick out what suit I'm going to wear. Got to wear a suit. You got to decide on your attire. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and I've got to tell my groomsmen that they're groomsmen. I don't. Oh, know. you haven't invited them yet. No. Mm. All right. Now, who uh, who talks to the best man about the responsibilities of the best man? Who would that be? Is it the is it the grooms? I dude. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you're responsible for. Yeah. You got to do the bachelor party. You know, you got to be ready with a with a good toast. Don't get too and don't, drunk. Yeah, don't get don't too get drunk too, oh, at the party. Or say anything and, embarrassing. Yeah, certainly. Well, our families know, are there. I knew oh, him back when he, you know, had so many girlfriends, and you know, also, <laughs> you know, one of those. A mm-hmm. list of topics that are off limits for your speech. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Keep it nice. Be funny, nice. but not too funny. I'm the funny one. No, 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 no. No, you don't. You don't speak. You don't say anything. No, you say I do. 
And it's probably better that way. Mm-hmm. Well, then your invitation might get lost in the mail. Oh, listen to you. <sighs> Just save me some money. Thank yeah, you. exactly. That's what I was thinking about. Lucky you. Damn it. It backfired on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I just found it. It'll be coming to your house soon. How soon do you send those out? No, you do. What do you do that? Like six months out? I have no, no idea. No, save the date. Mo, Mo six, knows all of this. Uh, save the date is six months so out. So then what? Three months out? Uh, It's two two months. Is The invitations go out two months ahead of time. Oh, boy. Oh, I already have mine for an October wedding I'm going to in Montreal. It's not a save the date. Ooh. That's a nice town. Save the date's different than the invite. I don't know. Uh, do I have to do save the dates, or can I like split the difference on the months and just send invitations? Nobody wants an invitation four months ahead. It's too many. I do. Unless to out-of-towners, because out-of-towners have to book flights. <sighs> so you need to give the out-of-towners more time to make those arrangements. So much work. This, that, I mean, is this venue close? We're gonna yeah, do... close-ish. Ish. I shouldn't say anything. I don't even know if I'm yeah, invited. Yeah, <laughs> Send me the date as quickly as possible, uh, possible uh, so I can decide whether I want to be out of town. You want me to text uh, it to you right no, now? No. Sure. I'll put it on the yeah. calendar in the office. Oh, wait. That's next year. We don't send have Send an envelope. Yet. Send you some money. Good luck. You know, good fortune. Have it was a great nice time. knowing you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying I don't accept that. But if you'd like to come, that would be swell. Okay. Oh, swell. The, the food's going to be good. I'm sure the food's going to be good. Open bar. Not that it matters. He doesn't drink. I know. <sighs> I realize that after Maybe that day you'll have a little yeah, sip of something. Exactly. Mm. Have to have a couple of belts before that. I got to, you know. Just to sit through the wedding. Have a buzz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be one of those. Oh, it's going to be one of those long weddings. Why long? I just have a feeling it's going to be. Oh, oh like a no, mass? The ceremony right. is going to be short. The reception is the real party. Ah. And it'll be a few hours. Mm-hmm. At least. Who knows? Oh, we just got a text in Real Mobile 77031. Mm-hmm. Who's the band? The Land Sharks? <laughs> Remember no. them? Hey, yes, I, I think don't. they're still around. Oh, my. I think they are. I, actually, I did stage announcements for them a few years ago. That's right. Remember when you said the wrong song? They've been around forever. It's no. just a, they're steady, Eddie, good r- rock band. They're a good wedding Ice band. Ice guys. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't know if it's the original Land Sharks. No, I don't think so. But... Uh, are they even alive, land sharks? Still? I have no idea. If they're alive, they're just not moving around like they used to. Mm-hmm. I think their lead singer used to do a hula hoop thing. What? Seriously? I, I think so, as I remember. It, yeah. All right, good enough. Let's play some person <laughs> placer thing. I don't know where we're going with this. PPT. There's the music. Mm-hmm. I like it. What's the prize? A pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on Atlanta United at oh. the stadium. Oh, this is this- a big game. Sunday. Hot ticket. Oh, yeah. Real Real Radio.fm keyword tickets for more info. Yeah, this is a a rivalry. Oh, yeah, bro. And they they have the best record in the uh, Major League Soccer. Atlanta United does. They're in first place. Orlando City in third by a point. It's a big game. Big match. And now we're trying to reach a seven-game win streak. I think this is going to be done. It will be done. There will be blood. It's hard to play the team at the top of the table, though. I mean, it's, you know. that. Oh, they I, think they're so damn good. They put on their soccer shorts and boots one foot at a time. He's got that what? right. Okay. Like the oh rest God. of us. <laughs> well, that Bendik had some good saves, didn't he? Oh, my God. He dove for one. Yeah. He cu- kicked his leg out. Like Kick save? Yeah. 
How did he get the yellow card? I didn't say it was he oh, mouthing he was, off. He's yeah, mouthing off. Yeah. The face. I got to back off, Joe. Back off. Yeah. Oh, he had a, oh, so He's many a, saves. He was the man in the no, match. No, he, he had the goalpost. No. Should have been the man yeah, in the match. Okay. Yes, <laughs> there were a couple shots off the the post. However, he also had saves. He totally did. He was he was the man. All right, let's uh, get this underway. Craig, your first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Oh, let's do a person. Let's do a person. And by the way, how many times can Christian Hagit the roll before it comes to a stop? <laughs> All right, here we go with a person. Thanks to Brad for the category. This person's middle finger is on display in an Italian art museum. Once again, this person's middle finger is on display in an art museum in Italy. Who is this person I speak of? Um... It's not. You know, read this somewhere. Yeah, it's I've not. Read this it's somewhere. not. It's not Marcello Mastriani. <laughs> I've read this before. Um, come on, come on, you can do it. Begins with a. Uh, begins with a G. Um, what? Oh, I'm gonna screw this up. Galileo. Galileo. Yeah, man. Jeez, man, alive. Bravo. Good job. I number one. I've never heard this. And why is his middle finger in an art museum? What, did he give the finger to the Pope or something? What happened? Cut it off! You know, I, I remember reading this in a, uh, I believe it was a Reader's Digest. I'll be damned. I've never heard that. i got to check that out, Mr. Pinkman. Why is, hold on, you can win the prize. Sorry, everybody else, but, you know, Craig got it on the first clue. Wow. Second clue, he was convicted of heresy by the Catholic Church and placed on house arrest for the last decade of his life. That might have been a, somewhat of a giveaway clue. Mm. Albert Einstein <clears throat> Albert Einstein once called him the father of modern science. When he wasn't gazing off into space, clue number four, he dabbled in philosophy, physics, and engineering. Clue number five, hmm. Figaro Magnifico. He was the first one to make observations of the rings of Saturn, sunspots, the moon's terrain, and Neptune. Wow. The middle finger. Uh, there's no real reason as to why they have the middle finger. Hey, get off of the telescope. You know what? Come on. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Galileo, what are you doing? Hey, yes. Look at this. I hey, found you look a, at this. I found a planet up here. Yeah. Hey, look, see? Stars, too. It's heresy, Galileo. It's heresy. Hey. Screw him. Screw you. It oh. says his middle finger has since been joined by his index finger, <laughs> oh, yeah, good. thumb, and tooth wow. enclosed tooth. in a bell jar. Tooth. Yes. Mm. And they point it upwards toward the sky. That's nice. What was that noise, Jack? <laughs> well, I started to say something before, but the show got sidetracked and someone's like, what was the text we were going to mention about uh, Pinkman's wedding? <laughs> I brought up the text. I said, we got a text. Oh, and then you oh, went, yeah. sorry. <laughs> What is the text? It was an objection to Pinkman's wedding. Oh, oh rude. Yes. By Meghan Markle's half-brother. He's objecting to Pinkman's wedding. That's a marriage that will not last. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're Pinkman, adorable not together. Not at all. I adorable. believe in you, Pinkman. Thank you. Oh, that's a... Yeah. Did, you, did you read the letter that the half-brother sent? No. To Harry? Mm-mm. Oh, ho, 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 ho. We'll talk about that Okay, tomorrow. then. Oh, boy. I don't want to know. I give it six years at the most. You already have a bet on ten. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You could change it. I mean, of course. But... Well, you can contact me. I'll be in Madagascar. Nice. Ooh. Well, let's get out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much. <laughs>
Thank you to uh, Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, and to Michael coming by for Monday Movie Review, Tuesday edition of The File. Among other things tomorrow, Fritz on the Street. That gets underway at 3, right after Sean East, the news junkie, with Sabrina and Sealine. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next, so tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.